This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Apartments.com. Is 30 seconds enough time to convince you to use Apartments.com to find your next home? I don't know. How long does it take to tell you that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere and helps get more renters into their homes than any other website? After all, 40 million people have found their place there. So, yeah, 30 seconds should be plenty of time. Visit Apartments.com to find your next place. Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Guys, I want to say I'm very, very excited about uh, the fact that today's episode is brought to you, oh, such a good show, by the return of the FX original comedy, What We Do in the Shadows. So good, so nice. The Hollywood Reporter called the series' first season, quote, and I'm quoting this, ridiculously funny. They didn't just stop at ridiculous. And they warned that you will die laughing. I think they were probably making a pun about the fact that the show is about vampires and they're the undead or they're dead. What are vampires? Are they dead? And then they become undead? I don't know. Anyway. The show goes into all of this. I think that's the pilot episode. They talk about all the terms. Anyway, this season, Shadows continues to follow our four favorite vampires who have been living together for hundreds of years. Uh, The season even features our buddy Nick Kroll, friend of the show for 11 years at this point. What We Do in the Shadows premieres Wednesday, April 15th on FX, streaming next day, FX on Hulu. And if you missed season one, catch up now on FX on Hulu. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by HostGator. Host unlimited domains with just one plan using HostGator. Check them out at HostGator.com and use the coupon code BANGBANG to get an extra 25% off and support this show. We're counting down the best of 2013. We are counting down numbers six through four this episode, along with several bonus clips. I'm here with Paul F. Tompkins. All of that and more all on today's... All right, here we are. Comedy bang bang. Comedy bang bang. Best of 2013. Best of 2013. Here we are. Part three. Part three. We're doing four of these, and Paul F. Tompkins is here with me. That's right, I am. And you remarked to me after the last episode we recorded that you thought we had recorded three episodes already. Yes. I thought that we had. We, well, we've been here for 10 hours I've doing this. I've lost time. And <laughs> it's late at night. Uh, yes. We are slap happy. Uh, apparently, I'm married. I just look down. There's a ring on my finger. We've been slapping each other as well. And we're happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> what is slap happy, I guess, implies that you've been slapped so many times that you're- That you're, you're just out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess to hey, me- Hey, kid, sounds, you're slap happy. It sounds more like you are excited to be slapping people. <laughs> that's, yeah. Right? I, <laughs> Which I am. <laughs> that's true. I guess we're also a little bit oh. slap happy. There, it cannot be denied that it's fun to slap people. It is. I slapped Casey Wilson the other night on stage. Mm-hmm. It was planned. Sure. Um, but she, she had that kind of thing in rehearsals. Like She was like, I don't really take to 
like that kind of physical thing. Like she she was worried I was going to escalate. You know how some people get on stage and the adrenaline is in there and like it escalates. Oh, you mean assholes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know exactly they, what you mean. And they escalate it and they actually like – and I've been in that situation where I've been hit in a in something. As have and I. the person in rehearsals is like, oh, no, it's going to be really easy. And then they're just straight up hitting you. Mm-hmm. So she had that look of <laughs> fear in her eyes, but I kept it controlled. I've had people – who that I've had to hit mm-hmm. who have encouraged me like really hit me yeah and to the point where I was like this is a weird thing for you <laughs> <laughs> you're making me the unwedding pawn in your weird sex fantasy you're talking about Paget? <laughs> from the thrilling adventure hour that's all it is <laughs> It's, pe- it's people slapping each other. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> well, because because it's an, it's a podcast. It's an audio podcast. They got it. Yeah. People need they need the noise. That's what beyond belief is, right? You two just slapping each it's other. It's a married couple slapping each other. <laughs> They're freaks. Listen to that podcast. That's a great podcast. I've been on it several times. That's right. You have. On, You'll be on uh, it again quite often. Um, we are in this episode counting down numbers six through four. Okay, we have four, five, and six. Delicious anticipation. In our final episode, part four, we are going to be counting one, two, and three. So we have four, five, and six this episode, and it is getting tight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, this it's cutthroat now. It really is. I mean, we heard some great clips up till now. Super great. These have to be the best of the best. If they're not, I'll be disgusted and appalled, angry and ashamed. <laughs> I'm going to catalog that. I wish you would. All four of those. I'm going to go through the five stages. Oh, is it five? Of countdowns. Disgusted. Appalled. Angry. Ashamed. Except the end. Oh, (laughs) I wish I'd said the end. Ah, the end, like Roger Hammerstein. Ah, ah, you turned into a monster. Peeling my own face off like the guy in Poltergeist. (laughs) Oh. Um,. Okay, so let's count it down. We have uh, mm-hmm. some to get to, and um, this— six, six through four. Six through four. Are you excited? This is, uh, this is a good so one. I'm so excited. Can, can you hide it? I'm hiding it from you right now. Okay. We may have talked about this on I'm, a previous episode. I'm doing a bad job by telling you that I'm excited. That's not good <laughs> hiding. Um, all right. This is— from your countdown, people, this is what, to God's you, ears. what you voted as number six. Number six. All right, number six. Paul, this is from episode 199. Ooh, so we're going way back. This We've been way in back machines for a lot of these. Mm-hmm. You're Mr. Peabody. <clears throat> That's right. We I'm mentioned- Peppermint Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in that? Little Abner? Probably. Hi, Lois. Hi, me. Drabble. Travel. <laughs> Olive Dunesbury? That's right. Um, this is episode 199. Is this ringing any bells? This is right before episode 200. 199? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> this is an episode called Gary Unmarried. Oh, boy, am I familiar with this one. Gary Unmarried. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. <coughs> I will. Does, I'd be glad to. Do, well, don't be thrilled about it. Oh, boy, I cannot wait for you to be I'm wrong. I'm asking you as a favor. I'm not, this is not like me asking I you to am. slap me hard on stage. <laughs> Rubbing my hands together. This is the first meeting of Gary Marshall and Gillian Jacobs. I believe so. We, I believe, I said that really weirdly. I believe so. I believe. Your your sign off. (laughs) Good night, America. I believe. (laughs) Just like Obama. Um, No, uh, 
earlier in the countdown, we heard what happened after this episode. Mm -hmm. But this episode, we hear the meeting between these two. This is, of course, Gillian Jacobs. It's like Memento. From Community. Right. And our good friend, Gary Marshall. This is their first meeting. This is how they got together. This is how they do it. (laughs) Um, We're going to hear just a chunk of this episode. The whole thing that goes on several twists and turns. But we're going to hear a good chunk of this episode. This is a really funny one. You voted it as your number six. So let's hear that. This is Gary Unmarried, Gillian Jacobs, and Gary Marshall. Number six. So what happened? I want to hear from both both sides here. Who wants to start? What? I'll I'll start. All, All right. right. Well, All right. as always. As always, I like to start. She likes to start. <laughs> That's part of the problem. Every time we go out to dinner with another couple, uh, you know, uh, you know that point when the two couples sit down across from each other and somebody says, "Who's going to start talking?" <laughs> Usually you draw straws. You ask the waiter for three regular straws and one uh, straw that's a little shorter. Yes, but with old friends. Old being the operative word. Old. All his friends are old. We'd we'd go out with uh, Jack Jones and his wife. I don't even know who these people are. (laughs) He's a singer. He's a famous singer. Stephen Eady. Stephen Eady. Jesus. Steve Lawrence Lawrence Eady Gourmet. Gourmet. Jinx. You should have married him, Scott. You'd get along great. Maybe I should. Do we, it. We, Not in Bel Air, though. Not in no Bel Air. No gay marriage in Bel Air. Gillian, what do you expect when you marry a man who's that much older? Do you, I mean, he's not going to have young friends. Come with me. Go raves. Sweetheart, I'm set in my ways. Ugh. What I can't... I don't... I got you to murder your wife within knowing you for 30 minutes. I thought at least I could convince you to, you know, go to Sayers with me. Well, this... <laughs> I might as well tell you now. I faked Barbara's death. What? What? She's not really dead. It was a it was a a form of non lethal curare that I ejected her with. She is not, she 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 was just put to sleep. Oh, Gillian, you are. Br- what is happening here? She is uh, in a state of suspended. <laughs> Wait. So you are you telling me you Romeo and Julieted her? Yeah, except uh, just Julieted. <laughs> Fucking Christ. So wait, so we were never even legally married. Uh, what are the laws on that? In Can Bel Air, you... yes. I'm not entitled to any of your money, is what you're telling in me. In Bel Air, no. Oh, God. You so shouldn't the... have married me in Bel Air. Oh, the, the laws on that is if, if your first wife is in suspended animation, you cannot marry a new person? Yeah, it's covered under no. Well, that's that's the law of the land, okay. but the law of Bel Air. I'm entitled to as many wives as I want. <laughs> okay, I didn't know oh, that about well, Bel Air. Never mind. Then if bigamy is allowed in Bel Air, then I'm legally married. To no, you. we're divorced. <laughs> I did the ceremony when you weren't when you weren't looking. <laughs> what is that ceremony? The Bel Air divorce ceremony. Yeah, how does that go? It's uh, you. You have to go to Denzel Washington's house. <laughs> okay, sure. You say, hey, Denzel, get Paul Reiser again. And he says, ha, <laughs> my man. Oh, did Denzel Washington just walk in here? No, that was me. Oh. Ah, oh, Gary. You're a regular uh, Frank Gorshin over there. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, uh, <laughs> The Riddler. So, sure. For the <laughs> Once again, who the hell knows who these people are? You Learn your Hollywood history, young no, lady. No, learn my history. What is your history? Clubbing, partying. Ecstasy, staying up all night, spending a lot of money, jets. 
Jets. She spent More so jets. much money on glow sticks and jets. <laughs> Once you filled up an entire jet with glow sticks, didn't and you? And I coated the outside of the jet in glow sticks, oh, too. Man. So it looked like maybe a UFO. Yeah. I thought he'd be into it. I thought I could get him out of these monsters and maybe into some alien you know, hunting. A- so. Aliens, that's a hoax. That's the other Ooh, thing. No we, such oh, thing as extraterrestrials. Like the Wolfman's they real. Yes, he is. I'm going to find him. That's the other thing we haven't talked about is Gary Marshall spends a lot of his free time hunting monsters. Yeah. What else am I going to do? I mean, <laughs> if there were some monsters at Teddy's, then maybe I could get into it. But Jesus Christ, am I going to go to... these places you're talking Are they even real places? Teddy's? Drawing room. What is that? Like hide. the Brown Derby? That's not... The th- drawing room. <laughs> Teddy's. That bar on Hillhurst that opens at 6 a.m.? <laughs> hey, I know a lot of people that are there at 6 a.m. It's a fine I, establishment. I think I know a lot of the people that are there at 6 a.m. <laughs> so uh, back, to, back to the ceremony. You go over to the Denzel's house. I go to De- The ceremony is you must go to Denzel Washington's house. You knock three times on the door. Denzel appears. He says, may I help you? I say, Denzel. Uh, can you summon Paul Reiser? Uh, I need to divorce someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel walks across to uh, to Paul Reiser's house, taking care to shield his eyes from Sylvester Stallone's house. They mm-hmm. all live in this radius, right? Mm-hmm. Can I interject one second? Yeah, sure. You say knock three times. I-, I saw this on a James Bond movie the other day from Russia with Love. He said, he said, uh, don't answer the door for anyone. I'll knock three times. Uh, knock three times sounds like this. How'd you know the secret knock? Wow, wait, that's how everyone knocks. One, two, three. What are you? Since when? What are you gonna do? You're gonna come up to a door and knock once? That's what I do. Who just came in? (laughs) How would you hear if anyone just knocked once? You would think it was a mistake. People should listen more. Another thing. We agree on that. Yeah, I. We agree that you should listen to me more. And we agreed I wouldn't do that. Fucking worst. All right. So uh, anyway, you're on your way to Paul Reiser's house. Yes. So then Denzel and Paul Reiser, they get together and they say, whom do you wish to divorce? that's Denzel, one more call from Denzel. Do you need to take that? I do not need to take that. Uh, I I talk on my terms. You carry an actual rotary phone. Yeah, it's a rotary phone. That you would get from like Sardo's. Wait, Sardo's? Sardo's. What What am I thinking of? Sardo's. What are you You mean Sardis? Sardis, yeah. What am I saying? Sardo's. Sardis. He's uh, the Green Lantern's foe. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Denzel and uh, Paul Reiser say in unison. They count down from three to one, okay. and then three two. Uh, do they do three two one and then the thing, or do they like three nose one, or what do they do? Yeah, I think it's three nose one, <laughs> and then the thing, and okay. then they say, "Whom do you wish to divorce?" I say, "Oh, such fancy grammar." They say, "Come on, this is serious. This is part of the script. This is all part of the script. Right, yes, okay. this is this is an ancient ceremony." So then uh, I say, "I got this wife. She's a pain in my neck." <laughs> They say, I hear you. Mm-hmm. You are now divorced from her. You didn't even have to give him my name? Nope. I just got to be thinking of it. <laughs> Who's the mayor of Bel Air? Uh, it's more of a council. Right. Uh, and it's a, it's, it's a, a council of elders. Yeah, it's a council. That's yeah, yeah 13. old. Read old. Yeah. Yeah, the elders. <laughs> yeah, what do I you expect? There elders. Be more people my age in Bel Air. In Bel Air, you thought there would be young people. What a yes. naive child! How are young people ever going to afford property there in Bel Air? Did do what I do, marry a rich old man who put his wife in suspended animation. Yeah, that's right. Go back to that. I want to hear a little bit about what? that. Oh, you find that interesting? Where is she? <laughs> 
She's in an undisclosed location. Under Disneyland? (laughs) It's under Disneyland. That's right. (laughs) I knew it. In that one restaurant where they serve alcohol. I knew it. I wanted you to take me there. He wouldn't take me there. Not even a Club 23? No. Wouldn't do it. That's Uh, why I have to go to the drawing room at 6 (laughs) a.m. That's well, wh- you're still awake from the clubbing. Yes, exactly. That's why the drawing room is the most useful bar in L.A. Is that the only suspended animation facility in the United States? That's why I guessed it, because that's it's where one Disney of, is. It's one of three. Oh, okay. Where are the other two in the U.S.? The original... Continental. Chi- yeah. The original Chia's Bar, the Bull and Finch. Oh, okay. Under there? Or, uh, or under just there. inside there? But under the bar? I can't remember if it's above ground or not. It might be in plain view. Okay. That's a big thing about these uh, secret suspended animation locations is uh, nobody uh, can process it with their mind. So sometimes they just stick them right out in the open. Oh, really? You mean if you look at it, you can't actually... You uh, Your mind will uh, make up an excuse for what it is. Mm, okay. That's why the other one's <laughs> on uh, Lincoln's lap in the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> what? Yeah. Lincoln's lap? Yeah. Just oh laying gosh. across his lap. <laughs> really? And he's like stroking it, like petting it like a cat? No, he's still just a statue. I know, but I mean, his hand is in that position? No, his hands are on the chair. His hands are on the on chair. On the arms of the chair. Okay, but are they, or are they on the on the thing? Because I've I don't know. It, so I, I know what I see. <laughs> How did you become so attuned to being able to see these things? Oh, I'm one of the Illuminati. <laughs> what? Yeah. We are getting some major revelations I here. Know we yeah. already knew that. That's news? I think people assumed it. Right. Maybe you guys talked about it Slow on, one, on of the your, uptake over here. one of your dinners with Stephen Eady. So who else is in the Illuminati? Uh, boy, a lot of people. It's actually there's more people that did it than on in it. As oh, a matter of fact, what? in the United States, yeah, right? it seems like it's an exclusive society. It's like six, but, uh, tons six of people. Uh, uh, billion or million people in the United States. <laughs> Why don't I know? Neither. People. I don't know. Neither. Neither. How many? Thirty-two. Are you million. going by the McDonald's hamburger sign? <laughs> I'm trying to remember because I looked it up the other day. I hate I when remember. you make me laugh. <laughs> if there's any consolation, that sounded like a polite laugh. <laughs> I'm looking it up. How many people in the United States? Yeah, this is great uh, podcasting. Too yeah. many. You guys just hold on one second. All right. Too many? <laughs> there's another thing. We talked about genocide all the time. It was unpleasant. I would just like to have, you know, no traffic in Los Angeles. And if that means killing millions of people, I'm fine with it. I was way off. 311 million. Yeah. That's a lot of people. like six million people in Manhattan. I knew it was three something. I thought it was three billion or three million. That's China. (laughs) Three million Turned out it was 311 million. I don't know. Come on. 11 million people are in the Illuminati. 11. Wait. Yeah. Wow. But that leaves 300 million who aren't. Yeah, that's right. It seems fair, right? But I thought you, you said, said that there more were more. In... It was a figure of speech. All Let's right. not crucify Gary Marshall. What would happen if we did crucify you? Well, uh, you'd find out in three days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that... I either come back or I don't. <laughs> I'm just as curious as you. But please, don't crucify me. It's like, I wonder, I wonder if I'm bulletproof. Do you? I do, but no one's ever shot me, so I have no idea. Maybe... That will be found out by the end of this episode of Comedy Bing Bong. <laughs> I wonder. Sorry, my blood sugar is dropping. You know, just being around him sends me I to a diabetic have, shock. Have a okay. score bar. Yeah. It's not a score bar. What, is what that are you exactly? eating? It's what are you a eating? Think Thin Divine. Yeah, is that what a Hollywood actress has to eat? Think Thin? It's smart decadence, like me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay.
Okay, so community coming back, and you don't know what the plot is, and uh, <laughs> you don't what, care. What's up with the Halloween episode? Is that that's going to be the? That's going to be one of our best of the season. And yet, I'm putting it out there, you're you're switching it over to. Uh, is it still going to be Halloween, or is it Valentine's Day? Now? No, it's we're doing Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, and they'll be airing in March and April and May. How come you didn't do a Valentine's Day? You know what? Get out of here. I, I'm sorry. I, can I get my lawyer in here? I don't want to sit in a room with him anymore. You know what? Well, I think it's okay because when you watch a movie, say you're watching a nice Shane Black movie, okay? Like love uh, a Shane Black movie, like, Iron Man Three. I can't like, wait. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bing Bong, right? <laughs> and, sure. And you're watching this movie, and it's set at Christmas. Okay. Usually, you're watching it what in May? It, 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 you could be watching it in any of the 366 the of days of a leap year. That's right. It exists forever. You can enjoy. At any time. You yeah, trans- tell me yes. about cinema, Gary. Tell me your thoughts on cinema. Hey, he is a great... Mr. Marshall is... I'm sorry, I called you Mr. Marshall when you told me to call you Gary. Uh, please continue to call me Mr. Marshall. All right. Mr. Marshall is a great director. Mm-hmm. Frankie and Johnny. Ugh. That's right. Really, you don't like Frankie and Johnny. Ugh. Pretty pa- Woman. One of Pacino's of, greatest headbands. you young actresses love Pretty Woman. My mom wouldn't let me watch it. Why is that? Because it romanticized prostitution. And what's wrong with that? Nothing for men. Could you chew right into the microphone, please? <laughs> Your divine decadence. This is what divine decadence it didn't sounds so like. It's so much romanticized prostitution as it exalted it and exonerated uh, the Johns. That's right. They're just guys that are looking for companionship. Please, Gillian. I would think turn you'd, your you would relate because you ma- you married me just because I was rich. I married you first, and then I got your money. Wait, so how much money Wait, did you end up with of I guess Gary's? that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. What, you don't think that... Listen, when I found out that he was going over to Denzel Washington's house, I tried to grab as many valuables as I could, put mm-hmm. them in my car, and drive away quickly. Would you make uh, some office equipment? The stapler? <laughs> I got a fax machine. Okay, good. And I got a, one of his hundreds of rotary phones. That's all I could grab. Everything <laughs> else is nailed down. Nail down, really? You nail everything yeah, down that's other right. than your fax machine and rotary phones. What would you do? <laughs> that's true. Well, I also know things about, uh, you know, thanks to being in the Illuminati, uh, about things that are going to happen to the Earth in the coming years. Okay, and so you want your stuff nailed down in case. I would say nail your stuff Tornadoes down. and Take stuff. it from an Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll wish there were tornadoes happening. Oh, my gosh. You should uh, put out a PSA. Take it from one of the Illuminati. <laughs> Nail your stuff down. Tie the your shoes tight, you kids. Know. Yeah. Um, Talk to a policeman. You ever do one of those more you know things, Gillian? They don't want me for those, no. What? You're yeah. one of the bright, shining crown jewels of NBC. <laughs> Are they? St- <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are they still doing them? Yeah, they're more doing them. Yvette Nicole Brown from my show has done them. They've just, they don't want me for those. What's going on? What's wrong with your attitude? Listen, I've first had of a all, rough it year. may be that you say listen to people, which is kind of a rude thing to do. <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe if you feel like it, listen to what I'm about to say. If not, go about your day. I'm saying you don't need any kind of. It's a little of... long. Yeah. What? It's a little long. Okay. It's I've had a really rough year. Now. Okay, I. Okay, listen to this. Right. Listen to this. Listen to this. Yes, master. Listen to this. I marry a man. I think I'm set for life. Sure. Community may or may not be ending. No, listen you, to this. You're not listening to this. Listen I'm to tr- this. I'm worried, you know, I'm worried about my future, okay? I don't have as much money as I'd like. Huh. I have very expensive needs, tastes, desires. Divine decadence. 
am into divine decadence. I am divine decadence. I marry a man I think is very wealthy. He's going to be able to take care of me. I am, by the way. And he's going to die soon. So That's also to, true. Or is it? Question mark. And he's going to come back three days later. Yeah. Maybe. Allegedly. Maybe. Allegedly. We'll see. But if then I'm I'll have crucified. superpowers, and that'll be even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a rich husband with superpowers. Right. Okay, not only do we get divorced, my show gets pulled off the ear. ear. <laughs> my show was going to air on an ear. They were going to project my um, show on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. It's not on ears they or television. They got sued by the uh, Alfred Hitchcock estate. Yeah. <laughs> I get divorced. I have no he owns money. Mount Rushmore just from North by Northwest? Uh, yeah, just he doesn't own Mount he owns Rushmore, a but doing stuff on it. Oh, the film model of yes, it. that's right. Okay. I, I got nothing now. My show's coming back. Yes, very happy about that. Excited. And all of a sudden, you'll get the paychecks from that. You do, by the way, a lot of people don't know you don't get paid until your show actually airs. So you've had no money for almost a no year now. Also, money. I should tell you now, uh, under Bel Air Law, I'll be garnishing your wages. See. <laughs> Who knew? Do you Who have a lien on knew? her car as well? Uh, I let that go. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, it was yeah. too shitty. He didn't want it. That's true. <laughs> I, I I don't know what to tell you, Scott. I'm in a bad place these days. You're in a bad days. place. What? Yeah, I was flying high the last time I saw you. Everything's gone to shit now. Well, here's what I suggest. I think that we should uh, have some sort of a contest to be your next husband mm. here on the show. You that's know? a great idea. <laughs> People love to get involved. It's interactive. Yeah. Right. I think that we could put up some sort of a uh, a thread on the Comedy Bing Bong message boards uh, where basically people sort of woo you yeah. and, and give a resume. And Could they now, provide bank statements that, I mean, yes, I don't absolutely. need a good idea. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is there any possibility people would react to this in a creepy way? <laughs> I don't think no. so. I no. don't see how that would happen. Uh, I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, probably not. What is it you like in a man? Other, other than Okay, other than money. What do you... I like a man... Wealthitude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love a terminal illness. Okay. I, I die for a terminal illness. Okay. Um... Creeping senility, I also enjoy. If, okay. If he's not going to die, they, they have to have fresh. They have to have young friends, though, according to you. Just be open to going to you know clubs. Why with can't me. you go do your clubbing by yourself? Why do you need to drag poor Mr. Marshall? I get really drunk and I don't want to get a DUI, so I need someone to drive me home. Get I, a driver. I, I had a young friend. She didn't enjoy him. What's oh? Who's this? Thomas what? Gibson. Wait, from Dharma and Greg? From Dharma and Greg and, and Criminal, Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds, more importantly. He's a fun guy. Young, he keeps me young. <laughs> he is kind of young. What is he? Maybe about 45 at this point? Uh, close to 50, I think. Close yeah. to 50, yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, that's a step nice. in the right direction. He was nice. You seem kind of in, uh, like you softened a bit when you Remember thought about Thomas Gibson. Remember that time he asked you if you like nice. uh, baseball? He's got two shows in syndication. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. He was nice. He's older than you. Thinner than you. True. He's not sick as far as I know. No. Nope. Seems could get fit sick. as a fiddle. He could get sick. Could well, get sick. What would you think if, if Gillian here started dating Thomas Gibson? Are you more of a bros before hoes kind of guy? Would that affect your relationship with Gibby? I don't know Gibby? what those words mean. Uh, I would say uh, Tommy is a, is a good guy. Uh, his life is his own. Uh, I'm not going to stand in the way of two people who uh, are potentially happy together. Uh, I probably would say, uh, hey, don't let her talk you into murdering anyone. Mm. Who would I need to murder with him? He's not married. I think he's single. Yeah. Yeah. That would be f- that would be a smooth transition. He's got mm-hmm. an ex-wife. I don't know if oh, uh, that God. matters to you. Mm. Alimony. Like- Ugh. 
No, see, that's what I liked about murdering your wife is no divorce no, settlement. Yeah. You didn't have to split up your estate. You don't get half of the half. Yeah. You get half of the of the pot. How, wait, what do you get for like Dharma and Greg like syndication checks at this point? What, what do you think he's getting a month? What are you getting for those Dharma uh, and Greg? I do uh, because checks. of uh, ABC. Uh, yeah. I made a deal with them. Very smart back in the day when they said, uh, "Hey, you got to make your show a uh, multi-camera show instead of a single camera show." I said, "Okay, I just need in return for that a cut of every future sitcom you ever produce." Right. So. Uh, out of Tommy's check, this is how we became friends, by the way. He's, he confronted me. He said, who are you to take my money? I said, I'm one of the Bel Air Illuminati. <laughs> right. So he shut his mouth. Um, I get, I get a, a roughly a quarter of every check that he makes. A quarter of every check he makes. Yes. Oh, interesting. 25 cents. So I still think that I got to kill you. I mean, really, for me. Hey, you're welcome to try. <laughs> Why would you kill him? I, you're that divorced. Way, yeah, but if I marry Thomas Gibson, I don't want to be giving a quarter of his checks to my ex-husband. It goals you, doesn't it? Ugh, uh. Everything about you goals me. Don't marry anybody from the ABC uh, TGIF family. <laughs> Those are my favorite shows. Who, who They're everybody's marry? favorite don't, shows. Don't marry let's Urkel. Li- let's list them now. <laughs> Family Ties. Family Ties. No. Wait a minute. That's, no, that's NBC. NBC. Oh. Thursday night NBC. Oh. In your old time slot. Your new time family slot. Matters. Family, family Matters. Family Matters. That's what we're saying. We got Family that's Matters. That's right. I get a quarter from everybody. Full Urkel. House. Full House. That's right. That's about. That's all I can think step of. Step by Step. There, sure. Yep. <laughs> what about, uh, do, you get, do you get stuff from new shows like Don't Trust the B in Apartment 23? I still don't know what that B stands for. Uh, I think it's Bitch. an actual B. Wait, no, no, no. Please don't curse on this show. Bitch. <laughs> um, oh, I don't like the way you looked at me up from under when you said that word. I'll use it in a sentence. It was chilling. You bitch. <laughs> Wait, how about uh, <laughs> That's not really about, a sentence. You can't say. How about a sentence like, don't trust the bitch in apartment 23? <laughs> no, I like just, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you got some of that, that though? Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. How about happy endings? Get some of that? That's right. All right, pretty much any Hey, NBC by the show. way, yeah. did you ever consent to uh, appearing on that show? I remember Casey Wilson asked you. Yeah, if I would be on that be show. interested. Has not happened yet. Yeah. As of yet, but we will see. It's, we nice, will see. it's nice that the writers were speculating <laughs> that uh, you might be willing to appear on a television yep, show. and have not got, got that call. This guy, have you, do you know this guy named Paul F. Tompkins? I do. Who's he's that? A, he's a pretty good comedian. Yeah, pretty good. He was on Community. Yeah, that's episode. right. I yeah. remember that. Uh, in a bar, right? Yeah. 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 How did he do? Was he asked back? Nah. <laughs> do you, how much control do you have over that? 100%. 100! <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, I, why don't you make your own money? I don't want to. It's do you hard. Have bad investments? You're a well-paid I'm Hollywood actress. I'm very tired, okay? I just want to sit back. <laughs> listen to this. It's true. She does oh, not Please, have, she stop telling no me to energy. listen to things. Listen to her. I'll listen. listen to anything you have to say without you commanding me to. Let's... I, I, Gil- Gilead, Gilead. I know we've had our differences, but if you want him to listen to you, I will prompt him to listen to you. All I right. think he'll respect it more. Okay, yeah, I probably me. will. So, hear me, hear me. I'm tired. <laughs> Scott, listen to this. Oh yes, yes, sir, Mr. Marshall. What the? You guys are sexist. That's what this is about. You won't listen to me because I'm a woman. That's why I have to say, listen look, to look, this. I grew up in a different time, so that's my excuse. This guy is just a jerk. <laughs> he should know better. Rosa Parks and so forth. What? Um, uh, Mr. Marshall, I did want to ask about Barbara. Please she was again. in. 
Oh, thank you. Uh, Gary, w- what happened with Barbara? Is she still in stasis or is she's she... still in stasis? Laying Why haven't across... you unfrozen her now that we're divorced? Uh, it's nice to have the quiet around the house sometimes. I got the house to myself. Mm-hmm. I can watch all my sporting events. At what point do you think you'll wake her up? I think what I miss her. I think uh, I think probably... <laughs> when you miss her. Well, when I really miss her. Oh, you okay. know what I mean? When I feel like, all right, enough for the boys' night out. It's time to have boys' my... night. Put old Barbara back with me. Boys' night out. More like you know, boys' night out. Boys are right? Denzel Washington and Euchre. Euchre? Bob Euchre, that's right. <laughs> Sweet Denzel and Bob Euchre. <laughs> the Bob Euchre is very rich. He was grandfathered in during those uh, Taste Great Less Filling That's right. And then, was... of course, Mr. Belvedere. I earn a quarter of every check that he gets for that. Yep. Of course. Oh, boy. Well, you guys, I, I wish that you weren't going to go to sleep angry tonight with each other, but it, I, I don't He's know. not mad. Look at him. He's happy as a pig in shit. I'm the one who's this on the street. This is how I am. That's right. On the street. I've got, I'm going around pawn shop to pawn shop with a rotary phone and a fax machine. That's what I've got. What is your situation? Where do you live? Where, in where? my car. That's right. Oh. She's the only working sitcom actress living in a car. Wow. What did you spend your money on? Listen, my wedding dress was very expensive, and he wouldn't pay for it, and I really felt like I had to look great on that day. I so thought it was every girl's dream to buy her own expensive wedding dress. That's true. What was yeah. it like? It had diamonds. It had a lot of glow sticks sewn into it. Oh, very wow. expensive. A couple Swarovski crystals. Some shot glasses that I stapled to the back. Mm. I was like a shot dinosaur, you know? And yeah, a shot yeah. dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, we all yeah, know what that know is. What you don't have is. to explain it? Come yeah. on. Stop right a there. A shotosaur. Uh, <laughs> it was a fun party. I mean, people were just, you know, yeah, it was all right. drinking shots off the back of my dress. Went on too long, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm sorry. How long 20, did it go? 20 uh, minutes. We're up there until 9 p.m. <laughs> well, like, I got to be up in three hours to start my day. <laughs> I feel bad. He wakes up at midnight. Wake up at midnight. Greet the day. Ask him what he does from midnight to 5 a.m. Ask me. Okay. What's Listen go- to this. Mr. Marshall, what's, what's going on from midnight uh, to 5? I continue to write scripts for Laverne and Shirley. Why? I'm interested in seeing these these characters are still alive. They're still me. living with you, yeah. yeah. And yet you don't talk to Penny, which is the real life Laverne. You can find out for yourself. You know, Scott, I guess in a way, I write these scripts as a way of talking to Penny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, can I uh, please kill him? Please. Sorry. We're, we're it's getting nauseating. to the good stuff here. We're getting to the good this stuff. This one always making that noise and saying, gag me with a spoon. Ugh. It's like you married Moon Zappa or something. Who? Okay, so Valley Girl. You have you f- have you ever thought that maybe your problems with women are a result of the relationship with your sister Penny? Ding 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 ding. You know what? I haven't, but it sounds uh, sounds like you're right. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So maybe that's the first step in order to. Uh, I'll call Penny tonight. How much money does Penny have? Just to go back. To- oh, she's filthy rich. All right. Yeah, that league of her own. Their own, her own league, league of his there, own money. There, there was more than one woman. It was their league. <laughs> yeah, you, you're exasperated with everyone. I don't know how anyone can stand you. How would you feel if you were living out of your car and your only worldly possessions were a fax m- machine and a rotary phone? It wouldn't come to that with me because I'm nice to oh, people. I'm so lucky. Oh, it's Scott Ackerman. I live in a pile what? of money. You don't. First of all, congratulations on living in that pile of money. Thank you so much. Everybody's talking about it behind (laughs) the gates. Yeah, I know. I hope to make it there. Secondly, you never know what's going to happen. It's easy to say, oh, that wouldn't be me living in a car with a fax machine, a rotary phone. 
Never say you that bet you know it all on a diamond happen. mine. Next thing you know, hmm. wow. All right. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm that just, you, you know. I had hoped that this might be the the first comedy bing bong marriage. You we know, all people who that. met on the show. Yeah. That's right. There's a there's UCB babies. People what? who who meet at UCB and do improv together. They have oh, babies I thought together. UCB babies were uh, it was like a condition where babies are born addicted to pot. <laughs> It's also a cartoon in the works with a tiny Matt Besser and uh, a tiny Amy Poehler, and you just see uh, the mother's shoes and legs. But, um, uh, yeah, I had hoped that maybe— The mother is played by Viola Spolin. (laughs) (laughs) That's a deep cut. Yep. I had hoped that you guys would be the first, uh, you know, comedy bing-bong marriage that lasted, you know? I mean, The Bachelor has uh, Trista and Ryan. It's true. They're still together. Gillian's crying right She's now. literally weeping. What's wrong? What's going on, Gillian? What's the matter, honey? I can't do it anymore. What's, What's the matter, honey? I can't do it. I'm What's afraid of my car. What's happening here? Carrie, I made a huge mistake. Would you have me back? Listen, the best I can do, because my wife is coming back any <laughs> week now. The best I can do, the best I can do is you can stay in the guest house. Really? Yeah. Have me in the guest house? Now, the guest house, you should know, it's a modified car. Okay. It's up on blocks. Okay. And it's behind the Hollywood YMCA. Oh, that's so better than what I got now. It's got a toilet in it. Oh. What is it? A, hol- right. a hollowed out car a with a out toilet in the, in the rumble seat? In the rumble seat. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an old packer. That's where uh, the real rumbles are coming. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gary didn't like that one. <laughs> My grandkids sure like this. Yeah, they love it. I, your grandkids love me. They do. You not so much. You know, they talk about you. Like, ah, you're a good kid. Come uh, on. Thanks, I, look, I got. Thanks I was, so much, Mister. I was a young. Please call me Gary. I Will was do. a young guy once, and uh, yeah. it was fun to to you know say things you weren't supposed to say. Back in, when you were with the outsiders, with the uh, that's right. We used to go around stabbing each other. Yeah, you know yeah. the the Essie Hinton uh, Rumblefish years. Yeah, you know. Boy, I see him, the woman author. Yeah, the woman author. We know that's a woman author, yeah, of course. Of course it is. Yeah. I don't even know why I said that. Of course why wouldn't we know she's a woman author? Because you two pricks don't a... think that women can write books. Sorry. Have you ever written a book? Yeah. What's your book? How to Get By. <laughs> With four wives? <laughs> well, look for that on audible.com. Who narrates that one for the audible uh Gil Bellows. Mm. Gil Bellas. Number six. Oh, boy. Those two. Those two. Something about them when they get together. It was murder. <laughs> More old references. More old references. <laughs> older, 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 older. Kids, People are shouting. That was about heart. That was a reference to Heart to Heart, <laughs> which was a TV show about two wealthy people yep. who solved crimes in they their were spare married. time. They were they were, married. Yeah, they were a married couple. Named the Hearts. Yeah. Jonathan and Valerie Hart. Yeah, there was a guy, Robert Wagner, right? Yeah, Robert Wagner. Who would say stuff like, Max, is that your tie or did you throw up on your shirt? He was rude (laughs) to his servant. He was just a rude guy. Rude to servants. Yeah. And their, their, uh, you know, servant was this guy, Max, who was Mm -hmm. a senior citizen. Was he a servant or just a friend who like hung out with them on a payroll? No, he was like their butler or something. He like drove them and stuff. Man, and he was servant. he was so old, but he was their loyal manservant. What is what's the difference between an employee and a servant? Is it they live with you? I think so. Yeah. I think. Well, I think an employee 
is not doing things for you personally. Okay. They have a job that they fulfill. A task. But a servant just is, like, does ser- is literally serving you. Oh, man, I want one so bad. Oh, of course I do too, Scott. I look at I look at that Downton Abbey and I'm like, that's the way to do it, brother. Downtown. That's I gotta I gotta do it. I gotta live that way. To have like twenty people living down yeah. in your basement. They're afraid of you. And they think that. you're a god. Yeah. You, so, like somebody else speaks up and like they gossip about you, and then there's like the head dude is like, You watch your mouth. Oh, man. That man is rich. I think <laughs> I think you'd be a good head dude. No, I wanna be the Nah. You're gonna be the head dude. Down below. Oh. You're, it'll be great. You're at the top of that food chain. Yeah, I know, but. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the bottom of the food chain up up top. I wanted to be the. What? I'm You're the upstairs? Bottom. Yeah, I'm upstairs. Who I'm are the, you up there? Uh, I'm like the, uh, I'm the, the stable boy who married the, uh, the chauffeur who married the, you know, like yeah. I, I used to be at the bottom too with you. But right. Then, but then I'm, then I've married someone. How do you, how do you, how do we treat each other when you come downstairs? Well, you have to afford me the respect I deserve. I'm part of the family. <laughs> but look, speaking of married, <laughs> that was episode, uh, number six in your countdown, Gary unmarried. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we go to a break, we have time for a little bonus clip. Oh, I said the S's. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Oh! I'm a little thrown by your buzzing phone on the table. I'm sorry. My wife did not know I was recording multiple episodes. Friday Night I'm sorry. It's very late at night. wife. It's very late at night, we're, but we're doing it. We're going to plow through until the end. And we're doing it. We are doing it. All right. This we're having is... sex with each other. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your wife didn't know about that either, I bet. That's why she's texting me. <laughs> this is a tea party key party. <laughs> okay. This is a, a great bonus clip. Um, this is probably one of the hardest times I've ever laughed on this show. Wow. And this is from uh, episode 230, which uh, came out right before season two of the Comedy Bing Bong TV show. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had my good friend Reggie Watts on the show. Mm -hmm. And I had Neil Campbell, who is our head writer. Neil Campbell. Campbell, yes. Camptown Bells. And um, we decided to have a freestyle rap contest. Mm -hmm. And um, we all knew Reggie would do really, really well because this, this is, is his thing. It's what he he makes up songs all the time. He, it's what he does for a living. None of us knew about Neil's skills in this area. Was this the first instance? Yes, of Neil's legendary rap prowess. Yes, this is pretty amazing, mm-hmm. and I was crying laughing off mic. Maybe you can hear me during part of it, but uh, this is the freestyle rap contest from episode 230 here on our bonus clips. Bonus! Clip. Well, guys, we all know what uh, time it is in the show. I do. Oh, yeah. Tell us. It is time to get down and feel good. (laughs) That is right, because it's time for the freestyle rap battle. Oh, my gosh. Who do you think will win? (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have two terrible white rappers. (laughs) When I say terrible white rappers, we're not white rappers. I mean, we're terrible at both rapping and being white. Yeah. (laughs) And you have Reggie Watts, who does this for a living. I'm, yeah. Kind of. Cody, we need uh, Engineer Cody's here with us. We need a subject. 
Scott, damn, one word. All you need to think of is one word. And he gave me a look of fear, and then he shrugged. Come on, one word out of anything. Stack it for us. Vacuum cleaners. Yes, Vacuum cleaners. All right, Neil. Oh, take no, it. No. <laughs> Here we go. Vacuum cleaners. Neil Campbell. Neil Campbell. Neil Campbell. When I'm sucking up dirt in my room, I have a vacuum cleaner and not a broom. I need to get clean because my girl's coming over. I don't want her to see all the shit on the floor. All the things that will make her realize girls aren't my thing. I gotta get down. I gotta get rid of stuff and get out of town. When I'm cleaning with my vacuum, I got a girl coming over. She don't know I'm gay. <laughs> I just play it that way. She will never know I ain't straight. I was here last night with my mate. And we did mate. Suck it up. Yeah! Suck it up! Suck it up like a vacuum yeah. cleaner. Suck it up like a cleaner. Well, I was sitting in my room watching Darkwing Duck. Then I grabbed the vacuum cleaner. What did I do? Suck. Suck, 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 sucking up the dirt. Sucking up the dirt don't hurt. Because, whoa, why did this music get so loud? <laughs> Music got loud from the cloud, yeah! I store my music in the cloud because I don't like to have CDs! Nuts! I like data. I like data because I'm a player who likes the data. I keep all my songs in my cloud player. I suck up the cloud. What if you could use a vacuum on songs? Boy! That would be really cool. You'd have a ton of songs in your vacuum cleaner, and then you'd empty the bag <laughs> and throw out all your songs. Empty the bag. Throw out all the songs. <laughs> Reggie Watts! <laughs> Yo, I'm a kind of guy who likes to keep clean, but no one ever knows because I try to not be seen. I always got my vacuum cleaner on the clean, clean. Everyone sees me pull it out of my trunk. I take it out of trunks and I bring it in the houses. Vacuum all the crumbs and all the little mouses. I'll do it just for free because I love to vacuum. Everybody knows I like to come with vacuum. Thank you very much, Mr. Mr. Vacuum. I think I'm going to try an Auric today. Or maybe I'll try a Dyson today. Or maybe I'll try another off-brand thing. But I got an old dirt devil's up in my bitch. Because I never knew this thing is what you flip in my flitch. And you feel my thumb down if you're flicking my clit, you gotta do it everything because the vacuum is right. Yo, 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 you've got a handle and a stem, and it's got this thing that has a rotating brush that keeps lots of things out of its way, but it specifically grabs an engineer to get everything on your floor except for the things that you hold dear, like gold rings and necklaces and earrings. They definitely won't suck that stuff up because it's got an intelligent system that can kind of filter out the types of things that you prefer in its preference through an application you download to your phone. And that's how vacuums work, how they always worked, all the way from the 50s. Application ruled the content of the vacuum cleaner.
cleaners and people knew that shit yo witch hazel whatever you gotta use that shit as you can bewitched is not enough so you gotta stick to the plan because the sams the two sams i couldn't tell the difference but all i knew is one thing that kept them both together it was the flume the plume the gloom yo it was a motherfucking vacuum yeah yeah let's hear from neil again (laughs) all right here we go i use my vacuum to suck up coins i use my mouth to suck up groins and then if i get rid of the dirt you know i get rid of my shirt and then I'm getting real dirty, and it's because I'm getting real flirty with all the boys at the pool. I go there every day after school. I'm not in school, I'm 33, but I like the boys who are much younger than me. So after they get out of school, I head on down into the pool, and I see them with just their trunks on, and I say, damn, that's one long schlong. I want in the locker room, so... You can do the nasty boom up my butt and in my face. I will do it, no disgrace. I like the way you sweat, and I like feeling your wet little mouth on my. So much younger, but you look so fine. And then when I take you home, and your mom doesn't know where you are now, no. She was trying to pick you up, but you're at my house, and I'm making you up, up, up. Up it goes, you make it learn to grow. Then I teach you how to do the same to your own body. Ooh, that's my name. You're gonna keep saying my name. My name is Neela Dude, that's my name. Say it real loud, don't be ashamed. That's amazing. Wow. That's really amazing. That's oh, no, 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 we're done, we're done. You don't have to start it over. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> Who's the winner? That was the best. I can't tell. I think Neilathan. He sure. rhymed a lot, I yeah. have to say. He did. He rhymed, he rhymed the most. I'm going to award this to Neil. Yeah, Congratulations. it's got to go. It's got to wow. go. I'm gonna kill myself now. Bonus! Clip. Yeah, amazing. Good stuff, huh? Good Good stuff. Wild and weird. Weird. Come over, sit on the couch. <laughs> I play tennis. I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, you're not known for your impressions. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I gotta go easy on myself. Yeah. All right. We have to take a break. When we come back, we will have number five on your countdown. And let me just tell you, this was the closest one yet. Fuck. All right. We'll come on back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Scott Ackerman, host of Comedy Bang Bang. I have a very exciting announcement for the first show of next week. That's right, a great guest on next week's show, Eric John Roche, legendary author and scholar. He's going to be here. If you know anything about Eric John Roche, this is exciting stuff. John Roche is an incredibly tough man to track down. He's the author of 57 best-selling novels in 85 different languages. He's got The Spoils of Galaxy 7, The Spoils of Grasping for God, The Spoils of the Sahara, The Spoils of the Singing Night Squirrel, The Spoils of the Weeping Falcon, and The Spoils Beneath the Sea. He is an amazing author. It's understandable why he isn't always able to stick to his commitments, even if he is scheduled to make an appearance. But he promised me personally he would be here for next week's episode. I'm excited. I'm humbled. 
John Rosh is on the books. He's going to be on this program, and he'll be discussing his latest project, The Spoils of Babylon. That's right, The Spoils of Babylon, his phenomenal novel that is always sold out, is now an epic miniseries coming to IFC Thursday, January 9th. So, don't forget to tune in to next week's episode of Comedy Bang Bang to get all the exclusives on what it was like making this television magic. Comedy Bang Bang, we are back here with The Countdown and Paul. Scott. I teased it before the break. I know. I, I can't get over that tease. Oh, my gosh. This was the closest in our votes. The closest to? The closest to uh, 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 meaning. <laughs> I realize I don't know what that means. Well, meaning two episodes were mere votes separating them. So f- five and four? No. The previous one, six and five. Okay. Okay. Pre- previous one, Gary Unmarried. So this one just barely edged out Gary Unmarried. Barely edged out. And it was – they kept flip-flopping the entire time the uh, vote was live. One would be at six and one would be at five, mm. vice versa. They would flip-flop. Finally, when I closed the voting this afternoon, let me just tell you that Gary Unmarried had 2,554 votes. Wow. And this episode had 2,556 votes. Wow. Two votes separated them. That is some crazy 2,000-year-old man man shit. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, of course, number five on your countdown. Number five. All right, number five. This is from episode 219. All right. And um, this is an episode. The pre- <laughs> Please choose your words carefully. <laughs> the previous installments of this episode mm-hmm. have been on our best of countdown the previous two years. Mm-hmm. And the first installment of it was number one in our countdown two years ago. And then number the second installment in our countdown last year, I think, slipped to three, maybe. And now they've slipped to five, almost six. But this is an episode called Farts and Procreation 3. Farts and Procreation now, 3. Now, a lot of people said it couldn't be done twice. Then they said it shouldn't be done thrice. After they heard it. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you said, no, we're doing this. We're doing it. No uh, one wanted to do it. Earlier, I, b- I believe I believe a day ago, Chelsea uh, Peretti, who is in this episode, uh, tweeted to Harris Whittles, who is also in this episode, hey, did you vote yet? And gave him the link. And Harris said, I don't think people should vote for it. <laughs> Harris! <laughs> Was he not pleased with his performance in the show? No, we had a good time. I mean, if you listen to this episode... It's a really good time. We're just having fun. We're just goofing around. You're just having fun? That's Heavy all. bit saturation. Adam Scott from Parks and Recreation is also on this episode. And we we tape them late at night. We don't plan anything. And they're really crazy. Were they all taped late at night? They all were. Was the first one taped late at night? And then after that, you were like, let's tape. Yes. Yes. Okay. We, we said we have to recreate the exact experience each How time. How late at night are we talking? We're talking about as late as this. Um, because we're doing it late at night here. It's 1 a.m. right now. <laughs> Usually Adam uh, will get off of the set around 8.30 or so, and then we'll come over here and we'll do it like, you know, 9, 9.30, somewhere around there. Now, is that because I heard that it's because Rob Lowe turns into a weird creature past a certain hour? Yeah. Well, yeah, 
Right. So they everyone has to be gone because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they have to chain them up. <laughs> they have to chain them up on the soundstage, or else Rob Lowe smash. That's yeah. And everyone has to evacuate the building. <laughs> yes, and their bowels. But well, to get out of there faster. In fear. Yeah. As well. Uh, so this is Farts and Procreation 3. Look, we're just having fun here. People... <laughs> I will say these are divisive episodes. Such a disclaimer. P- these are very divisive episodes. Mm-hmm. People, uh, after this came out, said, guys, knock it off. <laughs> and just as many people say, you know what? They're having fun. This is fun stuff. And uh, we, we have great chemistry together. Are there any people that say this should be the show all the time? No. Well, none of the participants of either. Of course not. <laughs> it's it's like lightning in a bottle. You try to recapture it. Sometimes you can. I think they're all really funny, but I, I do think that each has been less funny than <laughs> the previous ones. But at the same time, this is good stuff, you know, and we're all having fun. We're going to try to do another one in 2014, and maybe that one will stink. I don't know. But it's exclusive. <laughs> but I have to say, when we get together, we have fun, and that's what people are listening to. That's right. So, and you know what? If you don't like, if you don't like it, seek to talk to the bursar for a full refund. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we're going to hear a good chunk of this, and um, you're going to hear a couple of things. Where you're going to hear just uh, the beginning when we're just warming up, and then we're going to go to a section towards the end where. Typically, Adam and Harris debut new characters, <laughs> and so we're going to hear some of their new characters. This is your episode number five on the countdown. This is Farts and Procreation 3. Number five. Can I ask something? If sure. you th- if uh, Ebert, like, z- zombified and um, came back to life, wouldn't it be funny if, like, two thumbs came through the dirt <laughs> instead of, like, a hand? Is that phone corner? I guess, yeah. We consider should, phone. Should yes. we hear the theme, I guess? Well, by the way, I need to introduce you, but let's get to the it theme after I introduce one, you. It should just be one thumb, though, and then skull. Skull should be the one. Do you think they're buried next to each other? I know that they're buried next to each other. This is the theme song to Harris' phone corner. It's a phone corner. Say it also, again. Well, it'd be funny if Ebert, if he zombified, and then instead of his hand coming up through the dirt, two thumbs came up through the dirt. <laughs> yes, it would. What man. if, um, and like if, who's, a, who's ever... a dead guy with a dick? <laughs> uh, all of them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Other than guys that were killed by getting their dick taken off. Yeah, so. <laughs> Wait, that, now that, that monkey did tear off someone's dick and the guy died from it. Yeah, so, so you're not talking about him. Not that guy. Hey, process of elimination, we have everyone else left. Okay, so it'd be funny if any of those guys, like their dick, <laughs> Wait, came up through the dirt. Anyone else? Every, any human male who is dead. So you're just saying. Funny. You'd like to see a zombie dick come out yeah. through a grave. Yeah. <laughs> sure. What you about, know? like, a porn star that was famous for his dick? Wouldn't exactly. That yeah, I guess that is more apropos. Uh, yeah, yeah what's his face? Yeah, like yeah John that Holmes. dead guy with a dick. No, not... Uh, John Holmes? No. John Holmes? <laughs> Clark Gable? Who are you thinking of? The guy who's known for his big dick. But he has to be dead. Oh, but he will Milton be. Mer- Milton oh, Merle. You're, you're talking oh, so like Ron Jeremy or something. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about Ron Jeremy. You think he's, he's going to die soon? I hope so. <laughs> oh God! What? Jesus. <laughs> what? He's a human being. Well, this is a comedy show. Oh, that's true. That's true. So. It was funny. <laughs> joke clause. 
Let me let me explain who you guys are. Unless Adam, you want to say something. I just wanted to say, has it really been ten moths since since we got together? No, last ten time? months that you got to put oh, an ten. N in there. How many ten moths months. has it been? A thousand. <laughs> I don't get it. I saw. I saw. Are we allowed to moth, say that? I saw a moth last night at my house. Really? And I was like, man. It feels like it's been like 20 <laughs> months since, oh my since you saw that moth. Um, well, now it's been like three moths since I saw that one. I want to be a conscientious objector to that joke. <laughs> kill me. Would okay, you, for telling what would you, you do if said. I did try to kill you? Like, you were at your house, you heard mm-hmm. a noise, you realized I was in your house, and I was looking at you, and I'm like, it's not a joke, man. <laughs> My thought, if this happened, I just put myself into that situation, (laughs) and I feel like I made the connection like very immediately of, oh, she's uh, obsessed with me. Like that's 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 crazy. Yeah, like (laughs) because I put myself in that situation. Went, oh, Chelsea's obsessed with me. Oh no, shit, I got to get out of the house. But like, wouldn't you just be like, Chelsea? Like, are you all right? And then you look at me, and I'm like, dead ass serious. Like, I'm like clearly not all right, and I'm holding a knife and a gun. I th- oh, both? Yeah. I think at first I would think that uh, Kulop had let you in and she was like in the bathroom. But you see her dead on the floor. Oh. <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> From the knife or the gun? Both. Wait, why? God. Why stab then? Or what, what, what order? Are you stabbing then shooting? Or. What, are you asking what I would do if that happened? I've never seen an, anyone think anything is so funny <laughs> as this. So, so. Why is this so funny to you? <laughs> because it's going to happen. Wait, did it happen already? Have you killed Kulab? This is her break. This is her mental break. Oh my gosh. This is the decision happening right now. I just right think now. it's like really funny. To ask someone, like, what if you, like, violently killed their wife and then we're going to kill them? Like, that just seems funny. And oh, then, that's what you were laughing at. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I get it now. <laughs> that thing we heard you say? Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> You're right. That is funny. <laughs> Please don't do it. May I request that? Do you ever think, Chelsea, that you might snap? <laughs> no. Okay, so so he, new, we just want to. So we have these new characters. New show. Like to, yeah. Okay, great. So uh, right. how do you get into them? Uh, the traditional well, way, classic uh, uh, creek slam creek sit slam. situation. Yeah, Look, it's pretty basic. I mean, it's not like we have a whole like process we go through. We just like boom, we can just jump in. It just depends on you and your time and yeah. when you want. I have like I have two minutes. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we really can, running I mean, the gamut here. Any version. <laughs> I got. I have. I have probably another half an hour to listen to this. So. Great. Okay. Great. great. It's okay. just like ba- just like uh, just like a relaxed uh, sort of thing, you know. What you want us to relax? Is that what you're saying? We you're required to relax, oh. um, but we have a very okay. specific a little wound thing up. that we do. So we would appreciate it if you just like. Uh, do you want me to sit back in my chair? Is that what yeah? You're if you could sit do? back and just relax and shut the fuck up. All right. All right. I'm way back here. <clears throat> you're not shutting the fuck up. Though. Creek. Slam. Sit. (coughs) (laughs) Starting off great so far. I love it. (coughs) You okay? Yeah, that cough is really, uh, it's still bothering me. You gotta get that thing checked out. I know, you keep telling me that, but I'm not gonna go check it out. You know me, I hate doctors. I know, but, you know, 
You got kids. It's not just about you. Ah, thanks. When's the bus coming? Well, it does. For real. <laughs> seems like it's a minute late. All right. I'll sit another minute just to see if it comes. Uh, this bus, <laughs> this bus ain't never gonna come. You know that driver, old Boris. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, what's your name? I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, Chelsea's in this too. Caslita. 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 Yeah. Caslita. Andrews. Caslita Andrews. Uh, nice to meet you. We're just waiting for the bus. Yeah. Ditto. Can you cuss leave us alone? <laughs> <laughs> Fine, fuck you. Pension's <laughs> oh, running high at the bus stop. See you on the bus, bitch. It's quite a quite a mouth on that little honey, huh? Why are you being so mean? <laughs> it's really aggressive. But, to be fair, you're the person who asked to be left alone. Yeah, that hurt my feelings. Oh, we're talking here. Kasleta's got yelling shit at us. <laughs> I was just waiting on the bus wait. My friend is sick. <coughs> I'm sick too. Are you waiting for the bus too, honey? Yeah. What the fuck else would I be doing out here, you dumb motherfucker? I. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. How are you? <laughs> That's a good kid. Fine. I'm not. I'm not sure where your center is. I'm not sure how to react to you. Can we get this, this homeless woman out of the theater? <laughs> Is this an interactive show? Is that uh, really no, what people it's a, are? No, it's uh, scripted. This Caslita is scripted. Yeah, oh, yeah. so is scripted. this. Yeah. yeah, what I'm doing right yeah. now. I know that because I'm reading from the script right yeah. now. All right, yeah. all right. Regroup. Regroup, re creak, re slam. Uh, How's Wendell? Uh, you always bring up Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never tell me. <laughs> Do you think that's going to change today? No, it's not. The chances of that are as good as you seeing a doctor, huh? Just one day. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, I may be narrating this, but I can make jokes. Excuse me. What? What's your name? Uh, my name? My name is Ping Pong. Ping Pong? Yes. It's great to meet you, Ping Pong. Ping Pong Jones. <laughs> well, Jones. Dr. Jones. <laughs> yes, I'm a doctor. Why do you say it like that, though? How else am I supposed to say it? Well, like, Dr. Jones. That's right. Are you, You're a doctor? Yes. Your and last my name, name is Jones. Jones. So shut the fuck up. Hey. Sorry. I just want to be left alone over here. Don't right. treat me like that. So, uh, anyway. How's Wendell? Listen. I'm not going to tell you how Wendell is. Every day we fucking come here. And I ask how Wendell is, and you don't tell me how he is. And he's, he's, my, two. Your, <laughs> your what? He's my, two. Listen, you want to find out how Wendell is? You're gonna have to wait for the bus to come because, as you know, he's the bus driver. Well, don't look like Wendell's coming today. Oh, but, he never comes, does he? You know, you know what I would love if we just while we're waiting did our characters that'd be great let's do it what you guys have characters what? creek slong salt <laughs> parallel universe hi oh hey how's it going 
pretty good. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, hi. Hey, Ping Pong Jones. Dr. Ping Pong Jones. Dr. Ping Pong Jones, how are yeah. you? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm great. Oh, I lo- this guy is so much nicer than the other guy. Yeah, my name is Jason Forges. Forges. Oh, okay. My name is Clark Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Um, my name is Sherry O'Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Caslita slipped into character as well. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I I don't know who this person is, but I'm very happy to meet you. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to get back to canning this gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're just uh, if we, you, should we put on the uh, rubber gloves to finish the canning process? Absolutely. Why is there a woman that you've never met before in this cannery? I just assumed she was uh, the boss's daughter or something. Yeah, or a health inspector or something like that. Are you either of those those. things? The boss's daughter or a health inspector? You wish. Wait, are you the famous Sherry O'Terry? Yeah, right. Huh. Miss, um, if you'd like to participate in... I would. Maybe you should speak into the microphone. Fine. Here you go. How do you like that, you little silly billy? I like it a lot more because I can hear you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a nurse. Oh, we got to stop. I think the bus is here. <gasps> uh, okay, let's... Not we... just... <sighs> that was just a guy on a skateboard. Oh, oh well. What I I'm love fine about with California anything. is you can skate in the afternoons. <laughs> then and you can, like, do take an eight-hour drive, depending on where oh, you're look, skating. Oh, look, the bus is here. The bus is here. Nah. No. Just... A guy boogie boarding. Just a boogie, guy boogie boarding down the street. Yeah. <laughs> so we work at the cannery... Oh, back in back in the cannery. Cool. Well, uh, what do you guys do at the cannery? You, uh, uh, what was your name, Clark? Clark. You, uh, you actually can the gravy. I can the gravy. And uh, what was your name again? Jason Vorges. Jason Vorges. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Pleased to meet you. I'm pleased to meet you as well. Thank you. What do you do here in the cannery? Well, maybe uh, so bold as to ask. Uh, Clark Griswold and I uh, are in charge of the actual. Okay. Um, wh- what happens is you have a can, and this is a canned gravy factory. Sure. Uh, we're in uh, Dubuque, Nebraska. Okay. A just lot to of give good you info. A sense, just to give you a sense of where we are. I mean, I know where we are, obviously, because I traveled here. Yeah, just shut up for a second. And uh, the, the can stops in the, in, the, in, the, in the conveyor belt. Clark fills it with gravy, and then I seal the top of it. But what you're forgetting is that sometimes there's what we call drippage, mm. and you need to take a towel, <laughs> and uh-huh. you gotta you gotta wipe away the drippage. The drippage. And whose responsibility is that? Your mom. <laughs> that actually is your mom's responsibility. My mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we've been waiting on her for man. half an hour. We have a lot of dirty cans of gravy. I mean, that a is why I'm here at the factory stuff. to tell you that she is no longer with us. Oh, uh, well. the company. She's no well, longer with the company. Oh, oh, oh. oh, okay. Well, people still gotta get their gravy. So, so what? Are you just gonna hand out drippy cans of gravy, or no. are you guys gonna come up with a solution? We need someone to take care of the drippage. Might I suggest because this is a woman's job? Yeah. Sherry right O'Terry. Someone right over here who could maybe towel off this drippage. Mm. Do you have any experience toweling off some job? drippage? Yeah. The hell does that mean? No. I've never been sexually excited in my life. 
Sherry. What? <laughs> Sherry? I think you're jumping to conclusions, but I appreciate it. Well, I felt he was doing blatant double entendre, and I'm not the type to play games. Okay. You I've know. never had an orgasm. Oh, no. And it's such, I refuse to engage in double entendre because it only makes me feel less than. We have to solve this problem for her, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Clark. Solve this problem. <laughs> Clark. Um, while we have some time waiting for the drippage. Uh, what are you waiting for? My mom's not coming in. Do you want to try out a couple uh, our characters? Yeah, I would love that. Um, All right. Okay. Grunk. Slong. Oh, my God. Slong. <laughs> uh, Evan? Uh, How's it going? Hi. How's it going? Hi, hi, Vince. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm fine. How's window? How's window? <laughs> how's oh, the window is clear. Perfect day for looking out at the. Oh, it's very beautiful. <laughs> ah, look at all that <laughs> wasteland. Mm-hmm. The world. Was such a nice place before it ended. Well, let's go scavenge for water and beware of the scavengers. <laughs> There's a, a, a scavenger in our midst. <laughs> Who goes there? Who is it? It is I. Yes. Oh, state, your, state your name and purpose. My name is Sherry O'Terry. <laughs> ah. I'm the grandmother of the famous Sherry O'Terry. You have lived <laughs> in the future. Have we traveled to the past? <laughs> I'm immortal. Oh. Hmm. Well, tell us, Sherry, how's window? <laughs> the window is magnificent. It has never been touched. Okay, you can pass. <laughs> Thank you. So wait. Bye. Hold on. In this apocalyptic wasteland where yes. you're watching out for scavengers, yes. your one security measure is asking how the window is. And if the if they respond that the window is fine, you let them into your house? Well, times have changed. This isn't your world as you know it. The world can't have changed that much that you're not fearful of scavengers. Well, windows are... The life force that the entire world <laughs> and what we used to know of as Amarika mm. depend upon. Depends. And if Lord Shit, <laughs> if Lord Shit Queef gets his hand on one, it'll be it. It'll be the end of us all. Now hold on one second. I, I have to ask about the name of of your ruler. I'm I'm taking it, Lord. Yeah, well, the Lord of the Dark Side. We are the good ones. Lord, oh, what was his name, though? Lord Shitqueef. Uh-huh. He's the ruler of the dark side of the force. How did he get his name, or is that his, his Christian name? Uh, it was his, it's his Jewish name. Oh, I see. There's no such thing as Christianity. Only Judaism. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I knew those assholes would take over one day. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are sort of fighting against uh, the, the, the evil Jews. Jews? Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're trying to... Uh, Exterminate them. <laughs> oh, I see. How many of them are there? Uh, you know, give or take six million. Oh, okay. But they're bad. 
Sure. We're good in this future. Yeah, no, I mean, it's yeah. quite ironic. It's almost like a Twilight Zone <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Georgian. Yes. Now that we have some time, would you like to try out some characters? <laughs> I would love to. How much time do you guys actually have? You guys were, like, going out to scavenge. Creek slum shah. <laughs> How's window? Good, good, good. Is a masterpiece. <laughs> really? <laughs> Who are you? I. <laughs> They're obviously window-loving dogs. And who are you in this situation? Oh, I had stepped out of it. I was Chelsea. Oh, okay. You're Chelsea again. Oh, okay. I'm still Ping Pong Jones. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> oh, Adam's still in it. Harris <laughs> still in it. <laughs> 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 They seem to be. Let's, oh my what? god! Let's, let's go back. This is like real acting. Lord Shitqueef. Yes. <laughs> Wait, are you Lord Shitqueef? You just said yes. Yes. Oh my god! So in this scenario, I thought that you were. Who were you? We're well. The the dogs are living in twenty years past the time of the second Holocaust. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what you guys call it in the yeah, future. Lord Chitquit actually won. Okay. So the Jews survived. And oh. dogs and humans have cross pollinated. Yeah. Oh. So it's just a bunch of like dog men roaming who, the earth. Who started that? Who was the first person to actually have sex with a dog? Harris Whittles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's still alive then? <laughs> no, this future? was like 10,000 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How many times did he do it? Constantly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Starting in the year 2010. Can I Seriously. ask you, was this as a result of a wife swap? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first dog, uh, yeah, it was Rocky. Holy shit. What yeah. are you doing to my dog? So wait, everyone in the future is a half Boston Terrier, half like yeah. Jewish sitcom writer? We should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a How great, about hearing yourself reduced down to Jewish sitcom? Oh, I thought I was the Boston Terrier. <laughs> Wait, should so we go back uh, to the previous where, characters? Yeah, who we were, were we? I think we're at the dogs. We're now. in the dogs, yeah, okay. Sorry, we can't just go back to Harris and Adam. We right. have to kind of no, go, go back, back through. All the way through. Yeah. Okay. okay, no, take your time. Do it as much as you need to do. <laughs> Let's go back. Yes. Oh. Can I have a sip of your milk? Is this the... Who is this? Hey, Rich, come. <laughs> Wait. Wait, the dog just Ew. ate Ew. the other dog's cum? Huh? Sir. <laughs> Wait, now the dogs are farting? You Guys, just, I thought you were getting uh, out of these characters. You just fart screwed me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? F fart screw me twice. Shame on me. 
Oh, wait, wait. Come here. I want you to take a look at something. Just get your face right up to this thing. Okay, better be milk. <laughs> Guys, why do you keep falling for this? Uh, well, what can I say? My brain is more dog than man. <laughs> I'll say. Now, should we go back? Sure. <laughs> How do you keep falling for this? I get all the dog mans in the world. I'm stuck with this asshole. <laughs> oh, you can say that again. Yeah. Okay. So now you're now now we're oh, back. In let's the... go. Wait, we have to click. Oh, Lord, Lord Shitqueef is over there. We better get back. Yes. See it? Slam Creek. Oh, this gravy. <sighs> Gravy's not going to wipe itself. Yeah, we're still waiting for that person. Should we go back? Yeah, looks like a woman's not going to show up to do a woman's job. Oh, well. <laughs> let's so go. what, let's what go. else is new, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, let's go back to the... Ergus Creek Creek Sit Creek Slam or something. Hmm. Uh, hey, how's it going? Uh, it looks like this bus is never gonna uh, I don't think so. Screech <gasps> The bus is here. <laughs> no. Just a surfer. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm sorry, a surfer? <laughs> hey man, I love my motorized surfboards! <laughs> told you. Look at him go. I love wasting gas and throwing it in the ocean. Well, we'll never find out how Wendell is or who he was. Never. Let's go back. Slam, Sart, Clark, Griswold. Harris. Uh, wait! Now we're Harris. Oh, wait, what was that? <laughs> we almost went through the portal. <laughs> you, was that Kazlita? Who's you, there? Kazlita! The bus is here! The bus is here! The bus is here! Let's get on. Oh, no. It's a uh, coyote. Let's still get on. <laughs> okay. Do you want to come with us, young lady? Sure. I'm bored out of my mind. <laughs> so you guys are all going to hop onto a coyote and just... Yeah, fuck it. Let's get on this fucking thing. <laughs> you get in the front, though. I'm scared. Okay. Does it matter where the coyote's going? <clears throat> no. We uh, Wherever the coyote's going, we all want to go. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! Yeah. He's walking. He's walking. Woo, woo. If, if you jump on this coyote, you may never get out of uh, Karak, though. Is That's that a, true? You know, mm. we're already going. I don't ever want to get out of Karak. <laughs> Me neither. I love Karak. <laughs> <laughs> Karak is will, not whack in this uh, case. Karak is not whack. Seriously. Yeah, I guess I, maybe we just play it safe and get out no, of here. No, stay on it. Stay on it. Stay on it. Come on. Stay, stay on it, sir. Stay on it. Stay on the Wait, coyote. Let's take the coyote and, and can leave it back in Candelabra back into regular times. Just to prove to everybody that we did this? Yeah. All right, here it is. Come on, guys. Crark. Slam. Sniff. We made Whoa. it! Yeah. Oh my god, what is this world? Oh, it's hot. Wait, are in you here. still in here? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I thought we went I thought we went through the portal. Adam oh. Scott doesn't exist anymore. Oh no. 
Hey, who are you people? Uh, Wait a minute. So are you going to take over Adam Scott's lifestyle? You've just switched places with a really famous uh, Hollywood actor who is a bit of a poonhound, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind switching places with him? Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Yeah? yeah? Okay. It does. <laughs> sounds like you have a pretty sweet deal. Meanwhile, what was your life like back there? Oh, I hadn't quite figured that one out yet. <laughs> well, poor Adam. <laughs> He's mostly waiting at a bus stop. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's all I not really knew. Doctors. <laughs> Number five. All right, we have to take a break. That is Farts and Pro 3. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> it was indeed. We have to take a break. When we come back, we will have your number four episode, and uh, this is a great one. So come on back. We will be right back on the countdown. Guys, we have a new sponsor on today's show, and that is. One I personally am excited by, Slingbox. I'm excited by all of them, but I'm excited by Slingbox because I got a Slingbox and they gave me one. Slingbox is the only way to go to take your entire television experience with you wherever you go. Slingbox delivers all of your live TV channels and, and what's recorded on your DVR wherever you are. In the office, at a cafe, or any, and I mean any, other geographical location. A lot of TV providers say they're going to give you your TV anywhere. Ah, uh, ah, uh, check the fine print. They're lying to you. Some don't work unless you're on Wi-Fi. Others only have a small number of channels. And most of them don't work if you travel internationally. Well, Slingbox is not like that. Slingbox would never do you like that. Slingbox turns your tablet smartphone or laptop into a great portable television you can even watch your slingbox on a big screen tv by using apple tv a wd tv media player a sony internet player with google tv and netgear neo tv ipad ipod i don't know anymore this slingbox thing works everywhere but how does it work look i'm not a scientist I'm not an engineer, but this is simple. You get a sling box. You hook it up to your cable or satellite box. You connect it to the internet. Bada boom! You're done! You can now watch your home TV anywhere, all without monthly fees. Slingbox has a special offer for listeners. Just go to slingbox.com slash bangbang and get $30 off! Plus, free shipping on a new Slingbox. That is slingbox.com slash bangbang. You get $30 off plus free shipping on a new Slingbox today. Howdy, friends. I'm a cowboy all of a sudden. <laughs> Have you signed up with HostGator? I know it's a weird question to ask right off the bat, but I gotta get this out of the way. Have you signed up with HostGator? Come on, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You haven't answered me. Speak to me. What are you waiting for? Look, HostGator is the easiest and best place to host a website on the entire internet. If people came over to your house for a party, you would offer them food or water, right? At the very least. Well, if you have a website, you should offer it HostGator. Sign up today with HostGator and let them do all of the work. Let me tell you about it. HostGator, what it is, is a web hosting service. It's flexible, it's feature-rich, and it's perfect for people who are creating their first website or even 
for those of you who have had years of web hosting experience. HostGator offers unlimited services with unrestricted unrestricted bandwidth, disk space, which is very hard to say, and unlimited domains on one plan, so you can host as many websites under your account as you want. But do you want to know what the best part about HostGator is? And I'm looking at you, Engineer Cody, because you caught my eye during this, and then you looked away. They genuinely care about their customers. How does that make you feel, Cody? Makes you feel good, doesn't it? Have a problem? Which is a question I've wanted to ask you for a long time. But do you have a problem with HostGator? HostGator offers 24-7, 365 days a year phone, chat, and email support. So if you need help anytime, night or day, give them a call. What are you waiting for? I ask you again. Head over to HostGator.com, buy some hosting, get some .NETs while you're at it, and use the coupon code BANGBANG to get an extra 25% off and support this show. All right, Comedy Bang Bang, we are back here with Paul F. Tompkins. Hi. And, uh, ooh, your new voice. I'm here. I'm ready to do it, Scott. You are stern. I am I am full of vim and vigor. Mm. And piss. And, and sh- vinegar. And shit. I'm full of piss and shit. Piss and vinegar? Blood and bile. <laughs> the four humors. <laughs> um, we're at number four on the countdown. Yeah, that's right. Number four, that's right, and uh, this is a very special episode, but before we get to that- Wait a minute. Before we get to that- Oh, what are you stalling? Why don't we do instead a bonus clip? All right, let's hear this bonus clip before we get to number four. This was really good. This was suggested a lot, and this is from episode 240, which is an episode called Hashtag The World's End. Now, this was a really fun episode. Let me give you a little bit of background. I haven't really talked about the background on this episode. You haven't? No, but um, Edgar Wright, Mm -hmm. who is a great film director. He's directed uh, the Cornetto trilogy. You're talking talking, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Mm -hmm. You're talking Hot Fuzz. Uh And you're talking The World's End. The World's End. Now, uh, he also has directed uh, Scott Pilgrim. Versus uh, the World? Versus the World. Great movie. And um, he... And his friends were in the sort of press cycle for The World's End. They were doing a lot of interviews. Mm. He requested to come on this show, which is amazing. because He's a big comedy fan. A lot of people, they do the WTFs, they do the Nerdists, which are just simple interviews um, where they can just talk. And that's comfortable for a lot of stars. But this show is a little more challenging. Yes, because like you go on WTF. And you have the host is like, why should I care about you? Mm-hmm. Then you go on the Nerdist, and the host is like, I care about you too much. Mm-hmm. Then you come here, I don't, and care. the host isn't aware of what's happening <laughs> at all or who the person is. Right. And so, <laughs> all he wants to do is wait for you to say the words, "my wife," <laughs> and then he'll just jump on that. <laughs> and that is what this show is about. Right. So um, Edgar listens to the show. He watches the TV show. He mm-hmm. gave me some really nice compliments about episodes that he had seen. He's a big comedy fan. and He's he, a sweetheart. He's a great guy. He wanted to come on this. And not only did he want to come on with his stars, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, two big stars, the likes of which we do not see a lot on this show. They don't need this shit. They don't need to come on this show. No, hell no. Not only did they he, shouldn't have. Not only did he want to bring them, he wanted to do it in the style of this show. Meaning he wanted them to do characters. He didn't want it just to be an interview show. 
He wanted them to do characters. He was invoking the open door policy. Yes, of course. So he wanted it to be a lot like an episode, a normal episode of this show. Right. So uh, this is a really funny bonus clip. This is uh, where Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are doing Sean Connery and Michael Caine. And by the way, a little, also a little background, those guys, uh, Edgar said he had cleared this with them. Those guys got there and it was news to them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he, they thought he was kidding when he had suggested it, but they were very game. Mm, I, they, wish, I should say so. <laughs> they slipped right into it, and they had a thing where they said in the middle they were going to switch characters, which they do. So right. you'll hear that in the middle of it. So this is uh, your bonus clip from Hashtag The World's End. Bonus clip. Comedy Bang Bang, we're back here with Edgar Wright and... Looks like Simon and Nick took off, but um, hey, I'll talk to you about the film. So it must be great being a director, I guess, right? I mean, it's, it's you it, know, you get to sit in that chair. The dir- I mean, they have a whole chair you know built what? just for your profession. I don't actually sit in my chair that much, actually. What? I, um, you know, I... I, I oh. Oh, are oh. they back or no? Excuse me. Oh. Is this where the podcast is happening? Oh, my oh. God. This, I cannot believe this. Two, two giant stars oh. just walked into this room. Oh. I was just outside with my friend Sean Connery. Michael Caine? Good evening. I have just been to have an MRI on my shoulder. Sean Connery and Michael Caine have just walked into this. Edgar, can you believe this? I know. I mean, I've never met either either of them. You're uh, you're welcome. (laughs) Now, let's just get some. Who are you? I'm the director of uh, a new movie that's coming out today called The World's End. Never heard of it. Well done. (laughs) What's Um, that about then? One of the uh, um, another one of your um, yes? uh, James Bonds is in it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, can I be in one? Yeah. Do you want to sign my cast? <laughs> yes, I'd love to sign your cast. No so Sean, what the you entire are cast? <laughs> why do? Well, yeah. Why do you have a cast? I hurt my uh, arm playing golf. Oh, you're a big golfer. Oh yes, that. I've moved along the golf course. Is that what you do now? It seems like you've retired from acting. Yes, much. pretty much. I just play golf. Yeah, wow, that's incredible. Thank you. And Michael, I haven't seen you in any film that's non-Batman related in a long time. Well, you know, you just sort of do what you can to keep the walls from the door. Uh, A lot of the time, I just stay home with Shakira fucking. (laughs) You are fucking Shakira right now? Yeah, she's my wife. I had no idea. I mean, you're a huge star. I don't know why it surprised me. Well, what happened was, a long time ago, I was leafing through a magazine, and I saw this really classy bird on page 57. I sought her out. Her name was Shakira. We got married. How's your father? <laughs> so wait, so you see her... Where's your father? He's dead. Oh, oh so sorry to hear that. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. So you see Shakira, you don't even know what she does. You don't even know her name. You just I just like saw her. Look. She was advertising some kind of booze or a diamond ring or something. And uh, I just called her up and she was like, hello, Michael. And, uh, and we got it on. Wow. Amazing. And then married how many days later? Uh... It was that day. That day? Uh, you, same day. You yeah. fucked her and then you married her the same uh, day? No, we got married first. I'm not a pervert. Oh, okay. I'm is, so she sorry. The, is she the hips don't lie woman? You, she was in The Man It Would Be King with oh, us yes. in the end. Do you remember? Which, I think she played Roxanne. Yes. That's right. That's a good I, film, isn't it? The Man Who Would Be King. That's the only th- film that you guys have ever starred yes, in together, if I'm we... getting my movie trivia That's correct. right, but we've never spent a day apart since we shot it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, so wait, you were there the entire time uh, that Sean here filmed Indiana Jones and the Last yep, Crusade? Uh, I was there. Every day? Every day. We used we, to. Uh, why weren't you in the film? I couldn't oh, be bothered, to be honest. There. I had stuff to do. It was mine. So what, uh, He's so, the one that came up with a line, Junior! 
Oh, that's right. That was mine. That was what what made you think of that line? Uh, I was thinking of mints, and uh-huh. uh, I, I wanted. I fancied a chocolate covered mint, and uh, I shouted out for the mint. That's the ice. Junior. Junior. And uh, <laughs> Sean, uh, quite rightly, said that's a good line for the well, film. Well, I, I just, I was leaving the trailer, and I heard it, and I said. That's that's bloody great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you had said Twizzler? I Twizzler. Mean, I know it could have gone either way, couldn't yeah, it? it could Who knew? Amazing. Cinema history would have been changed. Wow. It was there on Jaws for the revenge all the yes. time. Oh my goodness! Every day. Shouting, what? Michael, stop it for fuck's sake! <laughs> Blame it on Rio. Uh, Rio, yes, yes, yes. Rio. Yeah. Dirty you rotten scoundrel. Uh, so, uh, so you were there on set for Austin Powers' Gold Member. Oh yes, mm. yes, five days. <laughs> That's all you did, really, Michael. Is just it was, five but it was a very memorable performance. No. I thought the back of your head was really good. A lot of that was played by some little fucker <laughs> who I never got to meet. I wasn't happy with the casting, to be uh, honest. Er, uh, <laughs> let's move on. So, um, can I ask a question? Um, yeah, uh, Sir Michael. Sir Michael. Yes, Edgar. Um, oh. uh, you are very famous for having yeah, a book about like uh, your guide to acting, yeah. and uh, I saw on TV when I was a little kid your kind of acting masterclass. That is right. Like, could you tell us about some of your yeah. rules of acting? There's one key to acting that I've there always enjoyed. We go. You know this, Sean. You yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've never spent a day apart. I would hope no, you would know this. Are a great exponent of this particular method. We both of us use it. Yes, we do. We don't blink. We do it's not sim- blink. Simply that. Just watch really? my performances. You won't see me blink, not once, not but, even in Batman. Not even when I'm upset, perhaps because a young girl what, has been stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> like in Death Trap? Or? Yes. What about, did you, how, but how uh, do you, I have a question, how do you stop blinking uh, in like a swarm of killer bees in the swarm? That was particularly difficult, but I used <laughs> had a lens, couple of, had lenses, I had lenses in, anti-blink lenses, which stops. <laughs> it's like a small disc of perspex that <laughs> hangs above the iris. That Sean invented. Did, did you, oh, Sean, you invented yes, these. Yes, I did. <laughs> so when you came up with this method, Sean, you said, "Well, there's got to be yes. a technical way yes. to do this." Well, I was making my own at home, and uh, mm. I had a terrible infection <laughs> in my tear ducts, mm. and so I uh, contacted the company that made them for me. Oh. Well, a lot of the time, we inform on each other's films. It was my idea to use the little green balls full of virus in the rock, wasn't it? Oh yes. Oh, great, yes. great was, idea. Yeah, it's, I thought it was. I thought it was like a bath bomb, but would kill you. <laughs> Nobody escapes from the rock except me, and I did it twice. Yeah, that's uh, what I wanted to improvise, but they wouldn't let me. I read that you came up with also the uh, you're between the rock and a hard case. Uh, line. That's right. That was yeah. part of the uh, the commercial advertising for the movie. Yeah. Uh, I've done a little oh, bit of advertising yeah. in my time. Yeah. Uh, I was actually leafing through a magazine once and I came across a beautiful bird. Have I told this story? <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'd love to hear it again if you I'm have. not as sharp as I used to be, but I bloody try! <laughs> oh. So, are you are yeah. you guys ever going to start in another movie together? I mean, oh, I would I, love to see... I don't know. I, I didn't know you were guys were such well, they want to make. They do want to make A Man Who Would Be King too. Obviously, sequels are very important these days. Yes! Seems to be the only thing they're making in I Hollywood. I just think it's a lot of furore about the royal baby. <laughs> That's what they want us to do. Yeah. Are Did you they, uh, are you going for the um, uh, independence of Scotland, Sean? I haven't asked you about this. Oh, I don't care. I live here. You live in Spain, don't you? Yeah, I live everywhere. We I've live got in Spain. Everywhere. I'm a very wealthy man, thanks to James Bond. <laughs> can you say the famous line from James Bond? Yes, which, yes which I can. You, I would love to hear it. Go fuck yourself, Blofeld. <laughs> I love it. What an amazing performance. Oh, I love Thank it. You. Incredible. So, so, so Sean, so yes. Sean um, can I ask you your opinion of huh? the, the, the 
James Bonds that came after you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> Let's go through them, shall we? Yes. After you, there was uh, the one, that guy that just did one. Can't remember his name. Lazenby. George Lazenby. Laserbrain. Well, you know, I think... <laughs> George Laserbrain. I think George Laserbrain. Uh, <laughs> it was a very, very brief performance, you know. And, uh, it's about two hours long. Of all, all, <laughs> the only bond to wed. And look what happened. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it was very sad. Yes. Yeah. Did I tell you I met my wife? No. I'd love to I was leaving through this magazine a couple of years ago. <laughs> I was on page 57 oh. and there she was. Mm. Beautiful. Lovely bird. I called her up. She just said she said yes, and that's wow. it. We're still together. So she said yes to what? Will you marry me over the phone? No, she just picked up the phone and went yes. <laughs> and you took that I, to me. I, do you know? Is that not what she meant? Maybe, maybe Have you not. kidnapped her? I might be a kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So did they ever find out who would uh, be king at the end of that first film? I don't know. I think I've never seen it. <laughs> well, you were in it. Did you, did you read I, the script? Yeah, I read, I read my bits. Do you have like an earpiece like Marlon Brando used to have, where people just say your lines to you and you repeat them? What? <laughs> okay. Hmm. A lot of the time we were just drinking uh, and messing around with Christopher Plummer. Uh, yes. Oh, Plummer. He's Pl- great. Plummer's I love him. A, he's a lovely guy. He's back on top. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Simon uh, Pegg, the actor, beautiful young man, does mm. an amazing performance in the world sense. Uh, he recently made a film with Christopher Plummer. He did? Which film is that? Called Hector in the Search for Happiness out next year. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I've got high hopes for this. He's oh. a great young actor. Uh, do you Very do, promising. Can I ask uh, you... Uh, massive dick. <laughs> I mean, he's not, not personality-wise. Oh, I just mean, he has a his penis large is, penis? Oh, oh great. That's impressive. Right. Michael, do you do any impressions? Is it blue? Yes, I do. I do an impression of uh, the actor Simon Pegg, funnily enough. <laughs> oh, really? I'd love to hear him. He All took right, off. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to get the, the face and the voice right. Uh, You've got red on you. That, that was it. I, got, I, I can only say the one thing. Yeah, is that a famous line from? I, I the... think it's from his film uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, great! Uh, well, that's fantastic. Actually, uh, Sir Michael, I don't, I don't think, um, <coughs> I don't think. <coughs> oh, are you guys okay? Oh, sure. Oh. Yeah, just a uh, slight coughing fit there. Just swallowed a moth. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is there an echo in here? Because all of a sudden... Sean, can I ask you a question? Of course you can. So uh, we, uh, we've talked about Laser Brain. Yes. But w- there's Pierce Brosnan, who's in this film, The World's End. Aye. And uh, yeah. he was a Bond. As far as I know, he did four or five of these things. Yeah, I think he did about uh, 43 <laughs> of the Bonds. No, he didn't. Did he not? No, he did Which four. is Pierce Brosnan? Is that the little... Uh, the little uh, he's the Irish guy. He's the black one. No, I well, see the black bond. Yeah, that's right. Pierce Brosnan's not a white man's name, is it? No, very Jamaican. <laughs> I think it was timely, though. I think uh, the the franchise needed it by that time. I think yeah, we were no. bored of posh white boys. I am. Yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. What, Mike, did you, what, did you, uh, what did you think of uh, Roger Moore, who replaced you after Diamonds Are Forever? I thought he basically took the corpse of the role I created and fucked it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Sean. Throughout the entire 80s, just fuck Don't it. Don't hold back. Tell us what you think. I think, in many ways, he made a mockery of oh, the character oh, and uh, irreparably damaged it until along came Dalton, who I Polly. did respect. Oh, yeah, yeah. And along came Polly, the movie <laughs> yeah. with Jennifer Aniston, who <laughs> uh, hilariously plays the part of Polly, a difficult-to-know girl. <laughs> Michael, I had, yeah. I had heard that you actually were up for the role in The Untouchables that Sean here got. Is that right? 
Well, you know, we don't really uh, argue about things. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Of course. That's what we say. Who plays the goose and who's the gander in your I relationship? I play Richard Goose, a detective. <laughs> and I play Dave Gander, who is uh, another detective. A hard knock cop with a grudge. Yeah, I, I imagine the two detectives would get along really well because they have so much in common. Goose and Gander. It's our new Rated R. It's our new film, isn't it? Yeah. Almost, uh, What's it rated R for? Rim jobs. <laughs> rum you said rim jobs. Did you say rum jobs? <laughs> yeah, I said rim jobs. Oh, right. I thought you said rum, for rim jobs. I thought you said rum jobs. Rum jobs. <laughs> what is that exactly? A rum job? Uh, it's like I, when you lick around the rim of a bottle. I think it's when you get uh, an end job from Captain Morgan. <laughs> Well, guys, I love your friendship. Wow. I, I love hearing about your lives. Thanks it's, very much. It's been great to come in here. Yeah, we why, have to why go. Did we you are going to miss our tea off time. Uh, we were just told to come in and sit down here. I thought it was a place for a prostate examination, to be honest. But... <laughs> I was using your microwave to heat up some soup. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of soup, Michael? Heinz cream of tomato. <laughs> you can't get it here. I have to go down to Santa Monica. I understand. And get in the pub. All right, well, your soup is getting cold. I yes, thank it you is. guys so thanks much for coming much. by. Thanks very much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, why don't we take a break? Edgar, Goodbye. can you stick around? Maybe uh, Simon and Nick Good will come luck back. with your film, know. At World's End, young man. Oh, thank you. That's actually the name of Pirates of the Caribbean 3. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Clip. Oh, very funny. When did, was it sprung on them that they were going to be doing this? Uh, in the break right before this segment. <laughs> so not even... When everyone was sitting down at the, at the no. beginning, <laughs> fantastic. But they they were like, oh, okay, and they did. They loved doing those characters, and it was it was a lot of fun hearing them on it. And I think that was really funny. Uh, all right, uh, let us get now to your number four episode. Oh, boy. Number four. All right, this is number four. This is from. Oh man, I didn't uh, write down the number of this one, but I can look it up right now. This is from the episode episode two hundred and forty five. Two hundred and forty five. Two four five. Is two, a comedy. Two four five. What song is that? Come on, baby, make you love seven times. What was that song? Gloria Estefan and in Miami, Miami Sound Sound Machine. Miami Sound Machine. So, got Japanese at the end. It is the honorable Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> it's really, a, the, that is a fine line. The honorable Miami Sound Machine. You have dishonored the sound machine. <laughs> you must commit harikari. <laughs> Guys, that's fun to do and fun to listen to. <laughs> it is. Um, this is episode 245. 245, and this is an episode called Polar Ice Caps. Oh, yes. Polar Ice Caps. Oh, yes. Now, you know from that title that it's got a star, our good friend. Polar Bear. The Polar Bear. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> a polar bear came into the studio. <laughs> that's right. Mauled us. That's right. Half to death. Drank a Coke. <laughs> and then, and then our blood. And then, that's right. Coke first. Poured your blood into the empty Coke can. <laughs> no, Amy Poehler, of course, is our guest uh, on this. And um, Amy Poehler, let me say this about Amy Poehler. Mm -hmm. She's a sheer delight. She, she makes the interviews fun, I got to say. She's not only hilarious herself, but she likes to laugh. She loves other people being hilarious. Yes. She loves to laugh, and she'll make any bit better. Yes. If you throw out in a question some sort of like premise for a bit, or a lot of times when I'm interviewing people, I will do a ridiculous question uh, in order for the the, per the person on the other side to pick up on a bit, and then yes. we do heavy bit saturation. Uh, <laughs> HBF. 
sometimes people do not know that that is what is happening. Yes. And they go, that, and they say, that's not true. No, that didn't happen. No, yes. he's nice. Amy picks up on it every single time. Immediately. Runs with it, adds to it, is one of the best at it. Yes. She's the best in the biz. Yes. And uh, this also has Neil Campbell, who we heard. Neil Campbell. <laughs> that's right. Who we the heard. rapper. Earlier in this episode, we heard his rap earlier in this episode. That's now right. his first rap, his rap debut. Little setup. Mm. Amy, this is Wait, her. Is that his rap name? <clears throat> Neil's, Neil's rap name is Little Setup. Little Setup. Yes. <laughs> Good old Little Setup. That's not a bad rap name. It's not bad. <laughs> so Amy, this is her third appearance on the show. She makes a, a an annual pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> to this studio um, when uh, Parks and Recreation is on and is kind enough to drop by every single time, loves it, loves coming by. Now, in her previous appearances, we have done a freestyle rap battle in each of those times because I know she is good at it. I've She's seen, great at it. I've seen her rap on SNL. Yes. She has a love for it. She is great at it. Yes. She, as a matter of fact, um, we were calling her GOAT, greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. Paul Rudd. Did really, really well his time, yes, too, right. as as well, a few years back. He yes. had a really good one, too. But Amy, uh, And admittedly, the other guys on that episode were terrible. Yeah, um, David Wayne was not bad. Okay. David, uh, uh, Ken Marino refused to even do it. <laughs> right. Maybe that stands out of my mind more. Yeah, that's more. sticking out, yeah. I think. But uh, So Amy, though, blew everyone away in her previous two appearances. Now, when I knew she was coming back, I asked Neil to be on the show because I wanted to see. Look at you. You're like the puppet master. That's right. I am. And this is like some dangerous liaison and I'm shit. I'm just sticking my hand up all of your bottoms. Just making – because you're puppets. Right. But you could be a marionette guy. I, no. I think of it as pulling the strings. No, no, no. I want to have my hand up your butts. And, and make people talk that way? Yeah, exactly. That's then more – you have to – but you have to do so much work then. That's more fun though for me. <sighs> yeah, but you know what? Here's the problem with – the problem I have with that kind of puppeteering mm -hmm. is that you're in the middle yeah, you're you know, a you middleman. You have puppets man. on either side, but if you're the marionette guy, you're hanging over the side. So you want to be a hanger over rather Pulling than a middleman? Because you can make them walk and stuff. You can make them do more stuff. I'm walking here. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Oh, my God. <laughs> we heard uh, about Christopher Walken uh, earlier, uh, actually the last episode uh, on the murderer heaven with Rob Cordry. Um, oh, that's right. So, okay, so I wanted to see a head-to-head -head battle between these two. Uh, we also have in this uh, episode, uh, Alan Thicke makes his inaugural appearance on the show. The famous actor and uh, uh, theme song writer. That's right. Uh, we heard him. He's, of course, the, the he was on Growing Pains and the writer of the Different Strokes theme and Facts of Life theme. This is his first appearance. He then returned recently on the Christmas episode and also was uh, on a couple of the live episodes, mm -hmm. uh, most notably from Toronto with Sean Cullen. His and home, His uh, home province. That, uh, that uh, is a really great episode. But this is his first time. So what we're going to hear here is is first, we're going to hear Amy and Neil um, talk for a little bit, and then we're going to do the clip from that heralded freestyle rap battle. So here it is. This is number four on your countdown. Number four. You know her as number one on the call sheet <laughs> on Parks and Recreation. <laughs> um, camera one, maybe? Yep. Uh, Parks and Recreation. I'm nervous to talk before I'm introduced. Please Am I don't. allowed? Okay. No, you are not. Yep. 
you shall be punished for that outburst. <laughs> um, you, uh, Parks and Recreation comes on for its sixth season this Thursday, uh, probably sometime in the 8 or 8.30 or 9 or 9.30. It doesn't matter. Okay. Just block out your evening. Yep. You know, cancel all plans. Uh, and uh, her name is Amy Poehler. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for There's having me. Machine. Very, yeah, very excited to be here. Machine. Thank you, everyone. That was a good investment. Yeah. <laughs> Your applause machine is just uh, like all these mechanical hands. Yes. It's, a re- it's, it's actually huge. It's, it's not a little box that no. has the sound of recorded applause. No, it actually is. Yeah, it's, it's as big as a refrigerator, yeah. and it's four mechanical hands. And it's not automatic. That's the other thing. I have to crank to it crank every it. single time that yeah. we do this. And sometimes you're, the, when you crank it, it's like uh, it's conceited because mm-hmm. it seems like you think you're going to get applause. Yeah. And yeah, let me do it really slowly here. Speed it up a little bit. Oh no! Oh no, it's out of control! It's out of control! Uh, That was me making the sound of an explosion, meaning I'm very excited. Um, Welcome back to the show, Neil. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, Amy, uh, let's talk about it. The Emmys were last night. this, This is coming out at midnight. Yeah. Uh, probably just wrapping up. You just left the governor's ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, I just, <laughs> I'm just coming in for that. And I got to tell you, th- there's so many new fashion trends this year. At oh the my end. gosh! I mean, everyone. What just... colors are in? What colors are out? Well, last year it was it was really about, from what I read, clean skin, mm. long legs, and just symmetrical faces. And this year, <laughs> <laughs> this year it was all about just. Dirty mouths, like smudged, like cigarette smudged breath. mouths, okay. yeah, and crossed eyes, <laughs> yeah, and tongues akimbo, and tongues, <laughs> tongues akimbo, and a lot of lying down, which we don't see a lot of. On the so people were just lying down yeah. and like pushed in on skateboards. Yeah, I was looking. there's a lot of prone fashion mm-hmm. this year, just really beautiful poses yeah. on settees and stuff. I noticed a lot of the actresses, uh, they weren't even dressed; they just went into shops and laid down, and people threw garbage on them. Yeah. The new thing is to just act like you're a bed at a party and everybody just throws their, <laughs> their coat their on coats. you. Yeah, yeah, of course, That's and their the keys. Thing. Some yeah. of their car keys yeah. get lost on you. <laughs> <laughs> Cell phones. It was just so, there were so many cool things about the Emmys this year. Like, I just thought it was great how everybody won. You know, everyone, everyone who had been year, nominated yeah. won. Yeah, that's great. That was fun, and uh, and and uh, and I loved uh, the in memoriam. <laughs> oh, the in memoriam oh, yeah. was that's hilarious. One. Some it's... big ones this year. Some big names. Big names oh, man. this year. The entire cast of Gunsmoke. <laughs> everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. from Law and Order. Yeah. SVU. I mean, crazy. Crazy. I mean, I. <laughs> that's an insane accident. <laughs> I blame Ice Team. And it wasn't, they weren't together. That's what's no. weird. <laughs> it was like a Rube Goldberg kind of yeah. machine. Just was, just, it bounced all around. All at home. It was insane. I mean, actually, scientists will be studying it for years because they all <laughs> died from so. that terrible black blood coughing disease, which is <laughs> so weird to trans- transfer. And how do you feel about <clears throat> your category and what happened in it? Well, Thanks for asking. <laughs> I feel I feel okay? Question yeah. mark. Yeah. You yeah. know, I feel mm-hmm. uh, like some of the things that I said were a little misconstrued, mm-hmm. and I feel like 
maybe things shouldn't have gotten so physical. Yeah, now I know. That was weird, what happened between all the nominees. Mm -hmm. Just that orgy that broke out. Yeah. (laughs) Really. Yeah, because I like my sex to be very mental (laughs) with no touching. Well, as George Michael once put it, sex is best when it's (laughs) one-on-one. And he he was a, a gentleman that I truly believed was straight when I was. <laughs> so did up. I until I saw him personally. Mm. I saw him personally in 1994 at a party, and I truly believed he was straight. And then I saw him in person. I went, "Oh, he's gay." <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a light went off in my head. I truly believed. Yeah, it was fantastic. Do you remember that period of the 80s and and early 90s when every song that was about sex had to have some sort of condom reference mm-hmm. or just yes. do it with one person. TLC, you know, Lisa mm-hmm. Left Eye had to have a condom on her glasses. Right. And then uh, yeah. LL Cool J and doing it, doing it, doing it right had yeah. to be like, are you my lover? You wear a rubber? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Well, because we grew up in the time of we all thought we were going to die of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and it might happen still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it was like that. And it was a whole idea of like, that was sexy. Was like mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of you by <laughs> by not transmitting not my tra- gross disease <laughs> into you. <laughs> I don't know about the kids these days, though. Do they use condoms? I don't know. I don't know. Let's your audience should let us know. Yeah, uh, call in if you can right now, and yeah. uh, we'd love to take some calls <laughs> about uh, this what is love line, right? Yeah, it is yeah. of course. What types of condoms are you wearing? What sizes? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Amy, we have to – and, Neil, back me up on this. We have to talk about Parks and Recreation this year. We have to. Okay. I have to back him up here. Thanks, Neil. You're Thanks, welcome. Thanks, Neil. Um, season six, uh, you have a lot of changes going on. It's tumultuous at this point. That's right. Uh, some ups, some downs. Yes. Things are sideways. Always. You know? You have uh, Rashida and Rob leaving after 13 mm-hmm. episodes. Are That's you going right. to go with them? I'm going well I'm chaining Rashida to her bed like misery and I'm, allow- I'm not going to allow her to leave. And uh and uh I think Rob sh- I've already written oh, off. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. I barely speak to anymore. Yeah. I think you should just go with him just be like, "You know what? See you later Parks and Rec." <laughs> vroom vroom, car keys screech. Pull into the left lane, yeah. apply the brake. I think I had pitched that Jerry a little bit slower. <laughs> Jerry comes in Pull and just to the right. shoots them like those characters from Lost. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just kills them. Wait, which characters from Lost? Remember um, this, the... Claudio the, and... The, yeah, the... Um, and just buries them alive? Well, they got buried... But no, yeah, the other well, guys... I've only watched a few episodes. I have seasons of Lost. I, oh, okay. You've my, only seen the last two episodes? The only two episodes. <laughs> I've only seen the first and last episode of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cyclical. And I'm just like, oh, it makes sense. and ends on the high. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Remember Michelle Rodriguez? Yes. Rodriguez! Walt's she got dad shot, yeah. shot them all, right? Walt's oh, yeah. Dad, yeah. That's right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. How long do you? How long is it before you? you it's not a spoiler alert. Till death, <laughs> as Brad Garrett once said. <laughs> Till death. Do you um, think he ever actually said that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope he did. did he I, ever, hope, I guess. I hope he, he said must have it. said the title of his show. Right? I hope he said it. Someone laughed, and someone said, "That's a show." <laughs> At many, his wedding, Garrett, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's a show! He went, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> it's weird that he doesn't talk like that in real no, life, isn't no, it? No, he does now for me forever in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so Parks and Rec, you have you have Adam Scott. You got married on the show last year. That's right. 
uh, is this the season-long arc of the divorce, or what? Yeah, that's right. It's going to be the slow, <laughs> slow and painful divorce. Just a real, just a lot of us um, misunderstanding each other, sure. and then one of us is going to have an emotional affair. <laughs> because you guys got married too soon, in yeah, my opinion. You know, like I, I prefer a longer courtship. <laughs> yep, we're going to argue about money. <laughs> uh, one of us is going to let ourselves go. <laughs> so which one? Because you look, you look great. Thank you. Thank is it you. Adam? Really? It is he Adam. he that's gains gonna, forty yeah. pounds this season. I heard. Yeah. His character gains it all in his ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, uh, yeah. No, this season, Leslie Nope, the character that, that I play, is going to have to fight to keep her job. She might get kicked out. Oh, she's, I do, hope she gets kicked out. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I kind of yeah. hope she does too. It might be fun. But <laughs> um, yeah, so she they might kick her out because she's done a lot of stuff mm. and people don't like change okay so on the season premiere thank you for saying it right you're welcome uh this thursday what can we expect from parks and rec this thursday tell us the plot of this episode i have no idea with act breaks if you could okay so <laughs> op- we open on a dusty field what is a the aspect ratio weed. at this point oh we're in we're in 1215 but what's so beautiful okay. about shooting on these on these new reds mm-hmm. is um you can download instantly so the whole thing is like uploaded oh, immediately oh yeah and just get it right to the editor your download upload switch is yeah. just x5 so you can yeah. x4 the whole time Fantastic. and then you just switch into dolby digital and mm-hmm. and suddenly you're you're um, analog uh, uh, dependent which mm. is better Fantastic. for um, for uh, synchronizing your uh, residual stuff. Okay. Yes. Oh. So you get your residuals faster. Immediately, oh, really. Mm-hmm. The minute that you mm-hmm. shoot a scene, you get residuals yeah. from it? That's, That's nice. Incredible. And we're using an alien cam this year, which is just a camera that you point at people to see if they're see aliens. See if they're aliens. Well. Much like the glasses and they live? That's right. Oh, okay. John Carpenter's They Live. Use that Roddy, next-gen technology. Roddy, Roddy Piper, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Take it on faith. <laughs> Um, it's like, uh, you know, it's like Michael once said, (laughs) take it on faith. (laughs) You got to take it on faith, faith, faith. You got to take it on the cast of They Live. Take it on faith. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember the freedom video George Michael did and all those, um, Freedom Super 90? Super models in the bathtub and mm, Cindy yeah. in the bathtub. Yeah. yeah. Was, what do you think? I loved it. Yeah. I did loved you it. Did you have aspirations of being a supermodel? I did. Yeah. But I, I, hurt, I got hurt early. I, oh, I hurt oh. my um, my vagina bonus, so I couldn't fuck. <laughs> oh, no. You couldn't fuck couldn't as much fuck as, you, as, many guys. as you needed to? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't fuck, <laughs> I couldn't fuck so... like slimy model agents. Oh, yeah, I know. That is so, <laughs> I pulled my vagina bone. Oh, no. I bruised it on just a, on a, in a horse horse accident. A, a horse's dick? <laughs> a horse's dick. Oh, no. <laughs> I bruised oh. it on a horse's dick. <laughs> 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 and so I was out of modeling for a while. For a while. And then, okay. I'm, gonna, then I'm back Getting in. Getting back into it now with that Emmy situation. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm really interested in doing like the over 40, like kind of gray haired, like mm, yeah. twinkly eyed. Yeah, yogurt. Just stuff. letting your roots grow mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Just barefoot and real, real nice pedicure. Yeah. Well, um, guys, uh, a lot of you listening probably, when you heard what the lineup is here, you guessed what was going to happen. Okay, uh, it is time for our freestyle rap battle. Oh no. <laughs> I'm intimidated to do this. A little backstory. Well, this is don't be intimidated for me. Don't be intimidated by Mr. Thick. You got to be intimidated by Neil Campbell, who recently, about a month or two ago, 
for the premiere of the show. Laid down what many consider to be GOAT. You you were GOAT at one time of the freestyle rap battle. Neil laid down maybe the greatest verse uh, of all time here on the show. So I wow. want to have just a uh, head-to-head battle. We'll get involved, of course. But. Certainly. I, I'm up for new things. I mean, I'm no Usher Raymond, but I'll certainly <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> Uh, Engineer Cody, I'm going to need... Now, you froze last time I asked you for one word. (laughs) And it took a really long time for you to come up with even one. And all you did was looked at something in the corner and said that. Clear your mind. As they say, don't think, right? Just come up with one word. What do we got, Engineer Cody? Don't look in the corner at what's over there. They also say don't look. Don't think and don't (laughs) Don't look. Don't speak. Don't breathe. Yeah, don't breathe. Engineer, what uh, what do we have? Butter. 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 Very good. Mm. All right. So uh, I kind of want to save uh, these two for the end. So, uh, Alan, what do you say uh, you start us off here? Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be me. You don't want to warm it up? I'll warm it up. My name is Rappin' Scott, and I'm here to say (laughs) it's fun to rap in a butter way. Creamy, creamy, creamy. Dreamy, dreamy, dreamy. (laughs) Spread it on my toast. Yeah, I love it the most because I like to get fat by eating toast every day. That's where it's at. I think that when I spread it, that is where I like to put it on my bread it. Yeah, I went on Reddit and talked about bread it. But you know what? I like peanut butter without nuts because I like looking at butts. Good, right? Very good. I mean, I'm traditionally the worst at it. Right. Very good. Seriously. All right, Alan, what do we got? Butter. There's a pain that's growing in your arteries. And guess what, guy? It's because of me. I'm butter. I'm going to kill you too soon. You eat too much. You eat it with a spoon. Why don't you slow down? Eat a carrot, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a... Is that... Do you... Is that part of it? You yell exclamations? Yes, of course. Yeah, advice. Am I supposed to swear? Oh, yeah, please do. Hey, go to hell, you. (laughs) How do you... (laughs) You're big and round. Gonna take you to the pound where they take stray dogs. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is very difficult because... uh, It is very difficult. You know, the... the, uh, the the chord structures, the sure. the rhyme scheme, everything is unpredictable. And, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, you know, I like things that are very predictable. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if you were to sing a song about butter, one of your theme songs, what, yeah. how would it come out? Well, I don't know if I could do that with this backing track at the same time. <laughs> well, I say give it a try. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, looking for something to spread on your toast. <laughs> well, this is this is very difficult. It's taking me. I feel like it's taking me to a dark, emotional place. <laughs> oh, no. That sounded very ominous, and it made me afraid of breakfast. Yeah, well, this is a minor key. <gasps> it is a minor key. Yeah, yeah, it? and you're, you're usually not afraid of breakfast. No, I'm... No. <laughs> <laughs> Does no, it have I'm, any effect on you at all? No, I'll, I'll wake up, uh, remember that I'm alive, uh, mm-hmm. start singing in my head the Fact of Life theme song, mm-hmm. uh, go down and make myself some breakfast. And then you'll look at it and not be afraid of it. That's right. I'll have a, a bowl of uh, sugary cereal, mm-hmm. a glass of juice, mm-hmm. uh, two slices of toast and butter, <laughs> a large glass of milk, okay. and uh, two Pop-Tarts. It's everything that you see on the television commercials. <laughs> okay, great. All right, well, great verse. Should I give it another try? Sure, why not? Well, I don't want to hog anyone's time. No, we have a ton of time. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Time to burn. Yes, of course. It's not like when we were doing pains. (laughs) And here we go. 
jam. Fuck you. You'll never beat butter. <laughs> Why don't you come out of a cow's udder? That's what I do. I'm butter. And all, all comers and come all takers. Oh, ugh, I can't. I'm sorry. I just. Hey, it's not bad for an very, old man. Very good. It's very you know, difficult. You're no, no, well, you're no Robin Thicke. No, that's true. Or Pharrell. That's true. Yeah. Who? Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go over to Amy. Oh, this is, I, I honestly have a stomachache. <laughs> what? I honestly You're the best feel, at this. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm with the best. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm with the best. All right, here I we like go. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Okay. You've had a lot of time to stew have, on this one. But that's almost worse, right? Yeah. To have time. Do you want a different suggestion? I feel as if I did, but how come she gets a different suggestion? <laughs> If you want, Cody can come up with something something different. I feel as if Cody had a pat of butter want. in his pocket and he was <laughs> he was feeling he was it like the, the Hobbit. Show. He was reaching into his hand <laughs> trying to come up okay. with a stall tactic. The suggestion is butter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you doing a Maya Angelou poem? I'm just finding my beat here, <clears throat> getting my clearing my space, getting into my rap battle pose. Here we go. 2013. Paula Deen's a motherfucking racist. Makes food and says, let's taste this. Dropping and bombs all over America. She's got a problem like Comerica Bank, which doesn't have any more money. No more money. Isn't that funny? You can't get your cash. You can't buy a car. You can't go to Spain. You can't travel far because you're broke. You're broke. You're broke. I spoke. I spoke words of wisdom and that's no joke. Butter and jam. Butter pecan. Butter is off, butter is on, butter be good, butter be bad, butter be the best motherfucking thing you've had. And now I'm going on a diet. I think you should try it. I'm not gonna lie, it's hard to eat healthy in America. Cause poor people can't afford real food, real food. I'm in the mood. So, Paula Dean, Queen of Me. It's not my scene to be so rude and butter and butter and butter and butter and butter. I fuck a butter face. Yeah! That was, oh. Crank up the machine. That was incredible. Shots fired. What I what I also enjoyed about that was that it had the, the social commentary yeah. that is uh, common to hip-hop rap music. <laughs> And I like that the Queen of Mean is no longer Lisa Lampanelli. It's now Paula Deen. Well, who inherited the mantle from Leona Helmsley, of course. Of course, yeah. All right, Neil Campbell, here we go, butter. Oh, hold on. I'm coming up with it. Here we go. Is that part of it? Comedy Bang Bang 2000. 13, 13, 13, 13. They say butter comes from milk. But I'm not of that ilk. I think Butter is a movie, and I think that it stars Rob Corddry. Milk, hey, that's a movie too. It's got Sean Penn. What you gonna do? You can rent that one with I Am Sam and watch them all night. Yeah, that's my plan. If you go on a date with me, it's a double feature with those two movies. Then you'll see me make some butter too. I'll make it in my pants, then I'll put it on you. I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. It may have sounded sexual, but it ain't. It was just about making popcorn. I make it in my pants because they are extra worn out. They got too much room and I put a churn in there and a loom a loom like Arachne used when she pissed off Athena all those years ago in Greece grease in my pants grease on my face when I learned how to dance I did that on Broadway in the musical that 
I played in all these years ago. I don't know where I'm going with this song, but I remember we were talking about milk, milk and butter and... San Francisco's where it took place. James Franco was there with his face. It's so pretty. I hope it don't get roasted, but I think Rogan is gonna do it and it'll be toasted. That's what I put my butter on. Toasty butter and I like to keep it warm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's it. I'll say goodbye. Okay. Thanks everybody for hey and here. Bye bye. Preach. Wow, that was good. Tremendous. That was so good. There were yeah. so many topics. Yeah. yeah, I really too many. Some might say decidedly less about picking up young boys by the pool. Yeah, than I, last I time. decided to try to avoid that topic this time. <laughs> Some great raps, everybody. Oh, good raps. Really good, good raps. Stuff, guys. I think, yeah, I think Neil's still the goat. Mm. I think you guys are tied at this point. Okay. You know, like I, I can't come up with a winner. I think we're that. looking at the two co-champions. Hard to <laughs> number four. Oh, good stuff, huh? Still, it, the debate still rages on who won that battle. Who won? I can't even say. I mean, you, you know, Alan Thicke called them Coke champions. You know? <laughs> I, that's, that's good enough for me. You know, Alan Thicke should be the one to decide that, I think, of anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He decided when, when the president will start Christmas season. He decided, he decided upon the issue of uh, hearts beating to one drum. Didn't he? <laughs> it's true. Well, it, well that's more science. <laughs> that's true. Like, the world doesn't move to the beat of just one drum. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. The world moving to the... Oh, I was reaching for that. I and the stars. Almost had it. And you didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get either. That is a somber note to end this episode on. <laughs> but oh well, that's what the show. What a sad thing Casey Kasem exhorted people to do. Keep your feet on the ground, but keep reaching for the stars. That's right. You'll never get, if you keep your feet on the ground. You'll never get there. You'll never get there. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, Casey. Come Champagne, on. Champagne, wishes, and caviar dreams. <laughs> I like that. Maybe he Old should come on the references. show. <laughs> I feel like Dana Carvey uh, sealed that tomb. Uh, maybe. Uh, all right. Speaking of sealing the tomb, let's seal the tomb on this episode. This has been part three. We just have one episode left. What is your top three? The the mind reels at what the top three episodes could You're be. You're not asking me. No, I know okay, what they are. Because you're yeah. looking at me. This is hype. Yeah. Well, uh, right. I like to look at you. Oh, That's so wrong. Thank you. I love to watch you leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for this one. Get we'll, the fuck out of here. Get the fuck see out. you next time. We'll see you next time on part four. Bye. <laughs> now that the show's over, make sure to head over to hostgator.com to find out more information about today's sponsor. When you're ready for checkout, use the coupon code BANGBANG to get an extra 25% off. Thanks to Hostgator for sponsoring this episode, and thank you, my dearest friends, for listening in. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. Want to hear Earwolf pilots before anybody else? We made a podcast feed just for you. Earwolf Presents is full of great stuff. 
like preview episodes for upcoming shows, peeks behind the paywall, and pilots for podcasts that haven't even been made yet. It's like getting to listen in behind the scenes here at Earwolf. Starting January 21st, Earwolf Presents will have a bunch of new pilots for you, like Edgar Montplacier's The Wokest. Catch conversations between the wokest man in the world and comedians like Reza Lachea. Also, hear upcoming pilots, The Florida Cast. Wow, you're Native American too? This Week in Sports and Carl Alarm all throughout the month. Let us know what you think of them with hashtag Earwolf Presents. Subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear more great episodes from around the network and behind the paywall, like an episode of Drew Tarver's Strictly Business with Derek Contrera, or Act One of Matt Besser's punk musical, Stolen Idea. Just search for Earwolf Presents in your podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an update. You guys know that uh, Paul Rudd has been a friend of the show for many years, meaning he appeared on it once approximately eight years ago. Uh, uh, but a good guy, really great guy. And uh, he has an all new scripted audio comedy written by John Lutz. If you don't know who John Lutz is, uh, one of the funniest guys out there. I once saw a two person show with him and Scott Adsit doing improv. And it was, I was crying laughing. It was so good. You remember him from SNL and 30 Rock. Uh, it's written by John and it is called Escape from Virtual Island. Okay. Rudd is joined by Jack McBrayer, another great friend of the show. I don't believe has maybe ever been on the show, but uh, was on the Comedy Bang Bang television show several times. Paula Pell, ooh, very hot right now. Amber Ruffin, uh, and a host of your a host of your comedy favorites. When I say a host of your comedy favorite, that's what I thought it was going. I thought it was about me, but no, I am not on the show. Uh, it's a host of your comedy favorites in this genre hopping madcap comedy adventure set on a remote luxury resort Island in the year 2038. Oh, that's not too far away. Adventure seekers flock here to live out their wildest fantasies in custom made virtual reality simulations. When an important guest goes missing, a ragtag search party led by Paul Rudd's maladjusted resort air plunges deep into the world of VR in hopes of returning with a lost guest and some sense of reality. Perfect to listen to now. Start your spring off completely lost in comedy delight with Escape from Virtual Island. Listen free with a 30-day trial. Just go to audible.com slash virtual island or, this is neat, Text virtual island to 500 500. That's audible.com slash virtual island or text virtual island to 500 500. Are you stuck at home feeling isolated? Yeah. Worried about the state of things? Well, I think we're all feeling like that right now. Going a little stir crazy and wondering will this ever end? Can it end? What's it going to be like when it ends? Well, better help offers online professional counselors who can help. Yeah, there's no need to go into the same room as a therapist any longer. You can talk to a licensed online therapist and find relief. BetterHelp therapists specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, insomnia, family conflicts, and more. You'll connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you will love in less than 24 hours. That's how quick you can do it. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. And look, if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one 
at any time for no additional charge. You can get professional help when you want it, wherever you are, which is probably in your own place. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BANGBANG. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash bangbang. That is betterhelp.com slash bangbang. Talk to a therapist online and get help. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. When you're an international podcast superstar like myself, it is hard to fit in a hot breakfast. But there's this thing called Just Crack an Egg. You just add a fresh egg to their fixins, which include real potatoes, veggies, meat, and cheese. You stir, microwave, and blammo! You get a breakfast fit for a podcast pioneer. There are seven different scrambles, like Denver protein-packed, and all-American. Try Just Crack an Egg, my friends, and take breakfast back. It's in the egg aisle, duh. Hey, everyone. I uh, just want to remind you that we have a lot of great Comedy Bang Bang merchandise over there at Podswag. We have 10th anniversary shirts, water bottles. We have uh, Harris Whittle's journals, which are really cool. Um, all sorts of stuff. You want to go over there and get stuff because there's a great deal going on right now. If you head over to podswag.com slash bangbang and use the offer code bangbang at checkout, the first 100 people will get 30% off their Podswag order. So that is a great deal. 30%, that's like three-tenths or something. Head on over there, podswag.com slash bangbang. 